This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. Live from the Bell Tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Welcome to the late live edition of the Break the Bell Podcast on Tuesday night this week. Because we're late. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. Yes. But we're sure to be twice as good. Uh, I don't. I want to make that promise, but we're sure to be good enough. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what uh, matters. I'll take good enough. I will make the enough. promise that it will be good enough. Okay. Hopefully, <laughs> that's as much as I can promise. It is a fucking scorcher out there. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is like what we signed up for with summer. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean. You got to realize, two weeks ago, Memorial Day, we were wondering if it's ever going to get hot enough for the swimming pools. We're like, damn, it's like Memorial Day, and it's it's like like 50, 60 degrees out. And then this week comes, which is the, what, third week of June? And... The actual it, is today the actual first day of summer. It, it, today was the summer solstice. Oh, okay. and I, yeah, I, longest I, day of the year. Yeah, happy summer solstice. I saw like some articles. I didn't read them, but it was like uh, the sens- sensuality of summer solstice. I'm just like, oh, that's mm. fucking weird. <laughs> I, I I didn't get into that. Maybe we should uh, we should do we an should episode cover that. <laughs> on the, the sensuality of the summer solstice. Welcome I mean, to the summer with break the bell. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It is the longest day of the year, so yeah. I guess more more sex, sure. I guess. I sure. mean, does it have to be I was going to say, does it have to be during the day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or I, I, I don't know. We'll I, cover that at some point. I, I'm sure there's something there. Maybe that will yep. be our bonus episode, talking about the sexuality of summer. Of summer. Yes. Um, I almost actually sent you a message. I'm like, hey, can we podcast from the pool today? Oh, that would be freaking amazing. I don't know how we would do that. Uh, we just get like a floating thing to balance yeah. our cameras and and uh, mics and stuff on, and hope it doesn't flip over. Right. Knowing us, it would absolutely it would, yes. flip over. Uh, happy summer, everybody! Happy Tuesday. This is once again we're we're doing this live. Um, hoping hoping people start jumping in. It's funny. Um, I saw like three people in there yeah. during our little pre music thing, and I was like, hey, let's just go ahead and get this started while people are here. And as soon as I hit to start it, uh, they they all disappeared. So I figure m- maybe they just show up for the pre pre show right, music. Yeah. <laughs> like I really like that song, but the, yeah. those guys they suck. <laughs> yeah. But the song's really cool. Yeah. The pre show is cool. We'll try to chime in in an hour when uh, <laughs> they have the halftime music. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is the same music. And we usually do get some pop in like right. During break, and <laughs> yeah, then it's like, <laughs> and then they disappear as soon as we go away. So I, I am almost uh, convinced that they show up for that at the wayside, yeah. uh, angsty two thousands pop music <laughs> that we play before in yeah. middle of the show. That's okay. We're just going to talk anyway. Hopefully, people show up and jump in the comments. They usually do. They usually do. Today we are talking about the cowpocalypse. 
I like it. Yeah? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, there's the heat wave and cows that died and everybody's up in arms about right, right now specifically about uh, climate change because, uh, I mean, that's a big deal. It's hot, right. obviously. Yes. Since it's hot, uh, obviously that's attributed to climate change, not because it's like summer right or yeah and, and you know i i've lived in kansas and uh i i can tell you I, i've been there when it's been hotter <laughs> yeah? yeah what about uh third week of june though has it been yeah, this hot yes. third, yeah 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 so yeah. this isn't that unusual yeah to well, you, actually you when think? i i've when i was 12 we first moved to kansas and it was uh it was probably middle of june and um i ended up getting heat stroke oh wow yeah it, I, I probably got you beat. Um, I lived in when I was in the military. I lived in Twenty Nine Palms, California, oh, which is yes. like Heard horror stories. seven seconds from hell. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> uh, I stepped off the bus in September, and it was I think one hundred and eighteen degrees when I when I got there. Uh, the good thing about there was it was dry heat. I mean, good, yeah. bad, whatever. Right. But it wasn't that humidity that you feel like on the, the coast or something yeah. like that. So I mean, you could be out in one hundred twenty degrees and not sweating yeah. at all, which is dangerous right but it yeah. didn't feel as bad in my opinion because <laughs> right, yeah. uh, i would go out for like a really long ass run and i wouldn't break a sweat except i wore a camelback everywhere when oh, i yeah. ran uh underneath that would be drenched in sweat but the rest of me would be evaporated immediately right. i got back to the gate once one time after a really long run and the gate guard was like uh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, your face is covered in salt. It was just like... <laughs> really? Uh, just like almost ashy, but it's just white salt all uh -huh. over my face because the, the sweat would just evaporate right. off your face. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, but uh, again, we're talking about climate change <laughs> as as serious as we can on this show right. talk about climate change because yes. um, we tend to be skeptical of mainstream narratives. Sure. So sure. and wasn't it a couple years ago that there was a bunch of cows that froze to death? Uh probably. Yeah. I mean, cows die. Right. I mean, they're they're out there. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they're in the elements. They die, right. and um, I I'm pretty sure there's probably some like not paying attention to your cows right. that went yeah. along with that because yeah. when it's that fucking hot out, you should maybe right. be like they're like flying to Florida and they're like, I know I forgot something. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it, we left the cows out again. Oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about this this heat wave that's going on. We're going to talk some about uh, climate change as much as we can. Uh, the uh, proposed climate bill obviously has to. We got to talk about that because that's that's out there too. Sure. Um, there's conspiracies out there about these cows dying. Obviously, I got to talk about those. There's uh, a bunch yeah. of stuff we got to talk about. I guess the real question is: Is this the end of the world? Is this the apocalypse <laughs> as we know it, Bill? Well, probably. I mean, isn't there a different one every week? <laughs> there is. My mom is here, and she sent a bunch of cats. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mrs. Smolt. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you're up for some dead cows tonight, because that's what we're here to talk about. In the 80s, I think there was a bunch of uh, cattle mutilations. Do you, did you ever remember hearing about that? No. Was that like uh, They tried to blame it on was aliens. That, was it, it was probably D&D cult uh, players. Oh, and that's what I think they decided. It was some kind of satanic cult or something like that. So. <laughs> of course it was. I just got done watching uh, the last season of Stranger Things up oh, to what they have now. I haven't seen now. it yet. Uh, none of it? I, I mean, I haven't seen uh, the last season. But so. yeah, they they just... Uh, this season, the big thing is they're really like demonizing the Dungeons & Dragons oh, players and making sure. it to be a big cult. Yeah. And so that cracks me up because that was 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, piece. yeah. And so uh, obviously those cow mutilations were from the D&D players. Oh, absolutely, I yes. mean, yes. you play D&D, &D, you go out and kill cows. That's what I did. And then you... <laughs> 
I don't know, drink their blood. <laughs> I, I don't know. Bathe in it. This is already going way off track, <laughs> but that's all right. Before we get into the show, before we start talking about the impending cow apocalypse, uh, we got to mention our coffee fix of freedom. And it's uh, Run Your Mouth Coffee is our sponsor, and they support our right to be able to maybe question the main narrative of climate change, even though Facebook doesn't agree with that, because as soon as I posted that we were going to talk about uh, dead cows and climate change, Facebook put a little warning on our nice. thing saying, hey, uh, this is what you really should be focused on for climate change, and climate change is real, guys, <laughs> and so... Um, I'm waiting for that to be our next platform sure. to be kicked off of okay. because we're, we're trying to just stack them up now. Well, we might as well at this point. I mean, I we're mean, off YouTube. We yes. might as well shoot for Facebook next. So uh, Run Your Mouth Coffee does not support you getting kicked off Facebook <laughs> for talking for questioning the, the climate narrative. Uh, they, they actually support the opposite. They support your right to be able to talk about whatever you want, have whatever discussions or debates that you want and express your opinions without fear of being censored, without fear of being like ostracized from from civilization right. as we know it, uh, which is kind of what social media has become. It's it like is, yeah. it's like people take it so to heart. Like when they get kicked off, it's like, yeah. oh my god, I I've been like kicked yeah. out of humanity. And <laughs> I mean, we've kind of built that. We have. We yeah. we've made it that. So yeah, it is pretty. I mean, for serious, some people, I mean, that's like their main form of interaction. Uh, yeah, and th- their main source of income too right, comes yeah, from that too. True. So I mean, that does affect their livelihood. But still, go to rymcoffee.com, drink delicious coffee. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code Break the Bell, and you'll get ten percent off your purchase, and you'll be able to support a company that also supports free speech. Uh, that's rymcoffee.com. Fresh roasted coffee delivered straight to your door. Support companies that support free speech. That's it. The end. Not the end of the show, but the no, end of that. The that, end of that, <laughs> that, pro- that promo. That promo. Yes. Yes. Taste the freedom. Yes. Uh, we're gonna get into this really quick. Before we do, we gotta mention. Uh, check us out all over social media, wherever you still can find us. That's still currently uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're on. We're on MeWe. I haven't yeah. even looked into. Is that even still a thing? I don't know. I like, heard about it for like a yeah. week, and, and nobody, then nobody yeah. talked. And then about everybody it was like, "You got to get on MeWe." Yes, are back on Facebook. <laughs> uh, we're not on the Truth Network yet. We need oh, to get on the Truth Network. Yes, yes, and, we do. And uh, talk to Donald yes. Trump. So, can we be true Americans without being on the I, Truth I, Network? I don't think so. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> share the shit all over the place. Uh, make sure you share it with uh, your family members, your friends and stuff, because that's how we do bigger and better things. That's how we can get our name out there, even with all the uh, the censorship that's going on, is by you uh, sharing this stuff and, and passing it along, because... The overlords aren't doing it for us. They're not. No. They're they're not like boosting us up in the rankings because for some reason uh, we kind of tick off a lot of the uh, social media overlords. So stick it to the man and share the shit all over the place. We're gonna get right into this intro video. If you're ready, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. And then when we come back, we're gonna talk about heat waves and dead the cow apocalypse and what dead cows and dead cows. Yes, yes, exactly. We'll be right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? 
What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? It's like a heat wave. I felt this song would be appropriate for it is this very, episode. Yes. I, I'm feeling it now. Yeah? Yeah. 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 It makes it seem a little less apocalyptic and more like, hey, let's go to the beach and enjoy it. Yeah. Do you remember the days when it was like hot in June and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a beach day? Right. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh yeah, it's uh, finally a hot day. And now it's like a hot day and everybody's like, oh my God, climate change, we're all going to die. The doomsday clock is one second closer. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yes. I just want to listen to the song for a second. It is happy. It is. Kind of picture cows and bikinis kind of doing the can-can. I mean, as soon as I like started writing this, I knew I was going to use the song. Oh, yeah. The first thing I wrote on my paper was Heat Wave. And I was like, instantly, the song came to my head. So yes. it is a heat wave. I mean, it's freaking hot outside. I, I will give that to the, the climate scientists out there. It is yeah. freaking hot outside. I, it is a scorcher. I had to work outside today Oh yeah, uh, right. for at least a couple hours. I mean... It wasn't that miserable yeah. or anything. I mean, I, I've worked in worse. Right, um, we have. But, I mean, it is hot. I'll yeah. give it that to them. But, but but it's been hotter before. Yeah. I mean, it has. <laughs> like like I said, I mean, I remember, what was it? I think 2012, 2013, I was down in Missouri, and I think there was three days in a row that was like 105. Wow. So Did the cows die? Probably, but they didn't <laughs> report on it. Yes. <laughs> Nobody cared then. Right, exactly. Uh, let's see here. If if you look at the news though, I mean yeah, the uh, two weeks of pretty much back to back heat waves and yeah. and if you look at the news, you would think it was the end of the the world because this is the headlines from what we can see right now uh, from Google. You just type in heat wave and the news is historic June heat wave smashes records in Europe. Heat wave Americans face blistering temperatures. Uh, second heat wave expected to bring temps above a hundred for twenty percent of the U.S. Let's see, uh, southeastern U.S. to swelter as temperatures spike above 100. So, <laughs> it's hot. It is, but it's been hotter. <laughs> it's hot. It's just, it's fucking hot out, guys. I mean, the news says it all. It's it's hot out. It's a scorcher out. I, we all can agree to that, I think. But, I I mean, does is this a sign of climate change? Yes, Maybe there's a couple places that have hit record temps, but for this time frame, maybe, yeah. maybe from what I mean, it but looks has like. there been anybody that said that? Hey, these are record temps. Well, um, some of these are saying, like this article I got first here uh, from CNN says summer officially begins with record heat, as 65 million Americans can expect highs above 100 degrees this week. So my guess is, um, on average, for the entire U.S., yes, this is probably. For the total of the U.S., okay, the hottest, okay, or at least close to the hottest, sure. because, uh, I mean, here, let me pull this up. You can see the map here of the oh, yeah. the extent Ooh, of the yeah. heat wave is it's pretty extensive. So they're talking about um, 
uh, it was like 65% of America will be 90 degrees or above. And so for June, I guess that's probably pretty hot. So I I'm, I'm, might as well just go ahead and start reading this sure, article. We're there. First, let's check the comments. Okay, there are no new comments. There was a comment. And I, it said there was one. And it's not there. Okay. okay. You retracted your comment. <laughs> says it's only the first day of summer, but almost 35 million people are under heat advisories Tuesday as the second heat wave in as many weeks drags on. In the Great Lakes areas Tuesday, highs will be 15 to 25 degrees above normal, and California will see triple digits on thermometers from Fresno in the San Joaquin Valley to Redding in the north, which is it really that odd for California right. to see triple digits? Over the next few days, the center of heat will shift over the south and southeast from Texas to Georgia, and numerous cities are likely to face triple-digit temperatures, including Dallas, Houston, New Orleans, Memphis, Nashville, and Atlanta. Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? What do you say? New Orleans. New Orleans? I yeah. say New Orleans. I don't know. Maybe I'm just wrong. I guess you grew up more in the South for a while there, for though. For a little bit. Kind of. I mean, I, well, I don't know. No, no, that, that's besides the point. <laughs> I was there once. <laughs> you went to New Orleans once? I went to New Orleans. New Orleans? Uh, let's see. More than 70% of the U.S. Pep population will see above 90 degrees over the next seven days, and 20% will see highs top 100 degrees. Over 100 daily temperature records could be set between Tuesday and Saturday, mainly across the East and South. Night temperatures are not... What are those 100 temperature records? Like, is it yeah. just like, well, there's a record there, and there's a record there. Right. Yeah. Right. Can't we just combine those in I one, one like, encompassing this day has record? A record. <laughs> Night temperatures are not expected to offer much of a reprieve, as over 80 warm low... As over 80 warm low temperature records could be broken this week. So... Mm. It's not going to okay. get as cool at night as right. you typically would see this time of year. Monday brought record high temps for cities in the central U.S., including multiple records set in Texas, both Houston and Victoria, Texas. All these, all these state, all these cities in the same area right. in, hit, in the hot, yeah, hit right. records. We understand. <laughs> you don't have to say it's you, like, every single wow it, city. It's a record at our house and my neighbor's house, and and his neighbor's house hit <laughs> yeah. a record too. It's like the whole street has a record. <laughs> it says Tuesday's three-day weather forecast. As a heat wave bears down, oh, that's just for this. So, so you see all the temps and stuff. Okay. Look at Texas, hundreds. Uh, Kansas City's ninety-eight. Mm. Um, St. Louis is a hundred, which that's. I mean, yeah, it's hot. It says that's an enormous heat dome across the eastern U.S. and the Midwest created uh, record high temps in several cities last week and intensified the misery for some communities that were already battling power outages following a series of severe storms. That would suck. That would suck. Heat wave is the Super Bowl of energy use for power companies. <laughs> That's very dramatic. Earlier this year, U.S. power regulator NERC warned the that extreme temps and other environmental factors could cause power grid failures across vast portions of the country. I wonder if it'll be Texas again. Probably. I mean, they're on their own, right? They're yeah, a rogue state. Obviously, they have their 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 own power grid, and we saw how they fared during the extreme cold temps, which right. was twenty degrees, not that right. extreme. extreme. But um, you would think they'd be set up for extreme hot because it's yeah. always freaking hot in Texas. Exactly. I mean, uh, what and. States where it's typically like 98 degrees, what is 102 degrees, really? Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, yes, yeah. yes, that's hotter. Yeah, 
but, but it's always hot in Texas. I right. remember getting out in Texas, traveling through once, and my shoes like stuck to the blacktop because it was so fucking hot there. Yeah, yeah. And that was probably twenty years ago when climate change wasn't as bad. I guess right. supposedly. In anticipation, power companies across the southeast say they are preparing for the additional strain that will come from when droves of heat-stricken people retreat indoors for air conditioning relief. This is our Super Bowl that we prepare for. <laughs> it almost sounds like it's a positive thing. I for know. Them because not too many people are like, oh, oh shit, the Super Bowl's coming. <laughs> right. It's like that. probably a poor choice of words yeah, coming right. from yeah. the energy company that... Right. That uh, profits off of yeah. this heat wave. They're like, ooh, the Super Bowl's coming. Go yeah. get uh, your chicken wings. Go- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're yeah. going to make a party. Can't wait out for of the this. halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, the Tennessee Valley Authority is extremely well positioned to meet power demand. Yeah, so they are looking forward to this. Oh, yeah. During this week's hot weather. As you know, temperature and load go hand in hand, so we should see high loads the rest of the week. <laughs> They're loving this. <laughs> Uh, it says, both Georgia Power and Duke Energy Carolinas, which serve markets in North Carolina and South Carolina, said they are prepared for the increased demand the blistering temps will bring. So it doesn't sound like these these people aren't too worried. The power companies yeah. aren't too right. worried about They're it. They're like, it's coming, but we can handle it. Yeah, so uh, all these talks of how it's going to strain the infrastructure, right. the power companies themselves are like, oh, we got this, guys. Yeah, right. We got Th- this This covered. is nothing. It says Duke Energy Process, the company's other Carolina utility, did not break any records, but the two companies combined had a peak record of 34 megawatt, 34,000 megawatt hours, besting the old record set in July 2020. I don't care about any right, of this stuff. Yeah, none of that matters. So all these, all all these hot places is what yeah, it's saying, and right. all these power companies. Sixty-five percent of the country. Hot, I mean, that is things. significant. Justin Lightheart is here. He's hey, the Justin. one that actually got me interested in looking into the dead okay. cows and shit. So it's good to see him on here. Justin says, yet there's a huge push for everyone to use electric vehicles. Right. Hmm. Which um, are powered by electricity, which comes from batteries? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, know. we charge our batteries with ba- batteries, right? Uh, well, no, actually, I think we need some electricity on that Which one. comes from the power grid, which is primarily from fossil fuels or coal? <laughs> I don't think so, Craig. No? You, no, that's not how that works? Oh, all right, my bad. <laughs> and the lithium that's uh, supplied for the batteries... Right, uh, that how, comes from child slave labor. <laughs> okay, that that's okay. We're yeah, okay we're with that. fine with that. Child slave labor does not contribute no. to climate change. No, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're okay with that. Absolutely. So, so as it makes it sound, this is, like, way worse. And, and maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is, like... The records they're saying, and maybe, right. maybe it is climate change. Maybe, maybe this is a sign that things are a little warmer than they were what 10, 20 years ago. And I'm fine admitting, I, like, sure. I, I'm skeptic of certain aspects of climate change, but I'm not like one that's like a total climate change denier. Yes, right. yes, I do feel like, like, say you uh, were to burn tires here in in the freaking room in this sure. small room here what do you think that that would do to our system like our our lungs and our respiratory system probably we'd, would not be good we probably would die <laughs> so it, yes i think if you keep burning the shit that like yeah. is bad for you bad things probably will come from that yeah. but i do feel like things are slightly over exaggerated yeah. and agenda driven on this whole 
climate change narrative. So right. I don't know your opinion is uh, on climate change. I feel yeah. like some of it probably is because of people and our shittiness and our poor agriculture um, habits. Sure. Like I, I can sit here and say we are really bad at oh, fucking up the environment. When when you go out and look at just the decimated freaking yeah. uh, uh, lands that are just pumped full of chemicals to to grow them. Right. Uh, the, the nitrates highest, and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, they grow the highest amount of crops yeah. possible. Yeah, I do think we're probably screwing up. But yeah. but I don't think that's why like the government no. is concerned about it. No. It's all about making a buck or it pushing is. some kind it's of agenda. It's about control. I mean, because I I'm one that I'm a big believer that, you know, climate change is I, I believe it's cyclical, right? Uh-huh. Like, you know, we had an ice age in the Middle Ages, right? Um, you know, they had really <laughs> extreme temperatures at the beginning of the nineteen hundreds. You know, and, and so I think it's all cyclical, but they like to just focus on it and, and you know, kind of and, and do. Yes. I mean, there are more people. OK. Yes. There's, you know, a lot of people fucked up the rainforest in the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are more cows, but I don't think cows fuck up the environment. You know, their farts do. Well, <laughs> yes, but not as bad as all the cars and stuff. <laughs> but I, I feel like in the last 20 years, we've been a lot more responsible towards the environment than what we were maybe the 50 years before that. But but for some reason, it's getting worse, supposedly. Well, I, so explain, but is it, though? But yeah, explain that, though, because obviously we don't have – you don't hear of – like weeks on end where there's just smog so thick that you can't right. see, like in London or, or China. like uh, China. Well, like London back in the 30s or 40s, oh, when right. it was like days where you couldn't go outside because the smog was so bad. Right. Same with LA, like what? Yeah. Not that long ago, LA. In the 80s, I think. Yeah, was, you'd go out, yeah. you couldn't see. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we've gotten better at that yet. Well, and remember in the 80s, the big thing was like the ozone layer. Yeah, right? and what happened and, to that? And, well, it's actually repaired itself. Yeah, how that But happen? you don't hear them talk well, about it. That's just because women stopped putting the Aquanet in their hair. Well, yeah, that's true. 80s was really bad and with men Aquanet. Stopped, men stopped putting yes. Aquanet in yes. their hair, too. It was the aerosols, Guilty. remember? Guilty. I, I, I believe it. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> this heat wave couldn't come at a worse time because like, we're, we're also sitting on Record high energy costs, sure. record high gas costs, oil costs, all that stuff. Um, it's already through the roof. We're already having issues with food supply shortages, right. all these things adding up. And it it just makes me so skeptical when things just so conveniently come. All these yeah. crises come right. together at the exact same time. It's another perfect time. storm. Yeah, and they, they use the perfect storm analogy. Of course they did. Constantly and throughout this stuff about the dead cows oh, and yeah. stuff. Oh, the perfect storm that caused the dead cows. Yeah. Uh, what about the perfect storm that caused like the war in Russia mixed with like the baby formula shortage mixed with the dead cows <laughs> right. and the avian flu and yeah. uh, the, the, the fires. catching on fire. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the plants catching on fire. What about that perfect storm? Yeah. Why can't we make that connection? Right. But we can make all these other connections about perfect storms because that fits the story and stuff. So obviously because of the heat wave, Climate change is what's in the headlines. I oh, mean, you look everywhere. It's like, well, yeah. uh, this is a, this is what it's going to be from now on. This is what right. we got to look forward to from now on. Everything's just climate change. It's no longer weather. Yeah, it's no longer just like you know, it's freaking hot outside, or uh, uh, there's a flood, or right. there. I mean, it rained a lot the, yeah. this year. Everything now is 
weather events. Have you noticed that? Yes. Like a significant weather event. Yeah. And um, it's like everything has to be like so dramatized. It's like, well, there's this significant weather event in, in Oklahoma. You mean yeah. a tornado? There's right, always yeah. been tornadoes yeah, in right. or- Oklahoma. That's like Tornado Alley. Yeah. Or uh, the flooding right now in Yellowstone. Significant right. weather event. Yeah. Floods happen. I'm right. sorry. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. off and on. Like they talk about 100 year floods constantly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, hurricanes. Uh, yeah. Weather events. Weather events. Uh, here, uh, like I said, it, it's not enough just to call it extreme weather now. It's got to be something to yeah. over-dramatize it. Um, this, is, this is an article that I found on CBS News, CBS Miami News, no less. Um, they want to start naming heat waves like hurricanes. Oh <laughs> That's how severe this is getting. This says scientists expect heat deaths will rise due to climate change, but naming heat waves could change that trajectory. Oh, wow. Those cows got killed by heat wave Annie. <laughs> ah, heat wave Carl. I don't know. Heat <laughs> wave Karen. Carl. Oh, God. Says Tuesday marks the first official day of summer. We, we, yes, we, we talked about that, that already. It's more but sexy. Millions in the Midwest and South are already baking under a heat dome, and it follows a separate heat wave that scorched much of the country last week. Portland, Oregon resident Jolene Brown died of extreme heat almost exactly one year ago. Her son Shane Brown says he plans to be at her graveside next Tuesday. Who cares? <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, Shane. I that really doesn't apply to this too much. Says I'm going. I don't care, Shane. I I really don't care. Let's get down to the fucking Shane. The t- the part of it. So Shane said, if I had heard it was going to be dangerous, I would have taken it more serious and been like, okay, maybe I need to get her to my place. How many times do you see the weather and the like, extreme heat advisory? How many times have you seen that on your phone, the little red exclamation point this week? Absolutely. And and the news says, stay inside if you you don't go out unless you have to. It's fucking hot out. Like the news straight up says, it's hot as shit out. Do not go outside. If... If you don't have the common sense to take that into account yeah. and stay inside, what does naming it actually do right. for you? Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, if only they'd put a name on it, I would have right. taken it more serious, and I would have got my mom to a cooler place. Yeah. It's like you couldn't walk outside and realize it's fucking hot out right, and yeah. been like, hey, mom, you should probably yeah. come here where mom there's air conditioning. doesn't have air conditioning. We should probably go get her. It says excessive heat causes more deaths in the U.S. than any other weather-related disaster, including hurricanes, floods, tor- and tornadoes combined. Scientists expect heat deaths will rise due to climate change. Beto is here. He says 10,000 cows dying together on one farm because of heat is statistical impossibility. Beto, that's it. We're going to get into the cows here in a second. That's if 10,000 actually died. Yeah, it was the Jim Jones of the cattle farm. They drank the Kool-Aid. Yes. But that's if 10,000 actually died, because I'm hearing reports of 10,000, 2,000, 20,000, 3,000. It, it varies by source. Gotcha. And that, that's pretty significant there. That is. Anyway, back to the heat naming. It says, naming heat waves could change the trajectory, according to Kathy Bowman McCloyd, who studies climate change. Or McLeod. It's got to be McLeod because, be McLeod, because yeah. she studies climate change. Exactly. Climate change solutions person. for the think tank, the Atlantic Council, another think tank. She says if something is the silent killer, it needs a PR tactic and some branding. I thought that was high blood pressure. (laughs) So we need to start doing uh, like 
marketing for these and branding for these heat things so people take them more serious. It says, we believe that if we give them a name, people pay attention. The proposal would also categorize the severity of heat waves on a scale from one to three. I'm fine with that. That's fine. Yeah, if yeah, you want to be like, you know, it's hot as three. Well, like tornado, you know, F5, yeah. F1, you know. Yeah, like, that's why. Well, this is an F5 And we don't heat name wave. tornadoes. Yeah. Yes, we name hurricanes right. for whatever stupid reason, but we don't name tornadoes. They should have named the fucking Draco that came through. They should have. They did. They made up the name Draco. That's true. <laughs> says it would categorize one to three using factors including the heat index, nighttime temperature, and how fast temps have climbed over the last 30 days. This is the funny part to me. It says the scale would vary from region to region. Because she explains, McLeod explains, one jurisdiction like Bakersfield, California, is going to have much higher threshold because they're accustomed to hotter temperatures than people in <laughs> Minneapolis. So so at F1 in... Yeah. And California, they're gonna. It's gonna be like 120 there, and they're like, "Yeah, this isn't even on the index." And it will be like 80 in Minneapolis, and they're gonna be like, "This is a three. Right? Yeah. And people in California is like, "You guys are idiots." It's like when people in Florida complain about the cold. Yeah, and it's like 60 degrees. Yeah. Says the system is launching for the first time in Seville, Spain, on Tuesday. Four U.S. cities: Los Angeles, Kansas City, Minneapolis, and Miami are testing out the heat wave scale. And not a moment too soon. Forecasters expect July will bring more record-breaking heat. So there you have it. Naming the heat waves. All right. Again, I'm on board with the, the heat index. Yeah, that, or right. the, no, that makes sense. Whatever, the scale. Sure. But the, uh, the naming them... Yeah, because that's right. going to save lives. Yeah, it's like we don't name like how many people die from cold fronts because they're too yeah. stupid to go inside. When right. when the news is like, guys, it's cold as shit outside. Yeah. Don't go outside unless yep. you absolutely have to. Yep. And people go hang out outside, like at the yep. college down in Iowa City. There was the kid just out wandering yep. around and froze to death. Yep. Do we name the cold fronts? We should. Should we start naming I think the cold we need fronts? We need to start naming everything. So, so dumb college, <laughs> drunk college kids yes. realize, wow, yeah. wow Chad. It's, it's we, we call that storefront yes. Chad. <laughs> yes, it must be cold out because they named it Chad. So I better stay inside. It's just like, yeah. At some point, common sense has to prevail yeah, there. Exactly. Because if common sense, when you step outside and your face instantly starts blistering, you don't realize I should probably get my mom yeah. inside. Right. Then naming it isn't going to change that. Yeah. The reason why I know this to be true, that people are too stupid to even pay attention to the names, how many people try to ride out the fucking hurricanes? Or surf in it. Yeah. Right? You're like, like the hurricane. Some righteous waves, man. Hurricane Barbara is on its way to everybody yeah. evacuating. People are like, fuck that, I'm staying in my home. I'm right? going out surfing. And they get sucked. Yeah. yeah people, uh, the names don't matter. No, they don't care. It doesn't change. All, all this is doing is trying to and, and even dramatize the, the weather the yeah. weather if more like, than oh, it is. Oh, this hurricane's a, a category <laughs> five, and people are like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you think uh, it's going to change, save lives? No. Do you think that's going to help at all? No, I, I don't think so. No, no. probably not. So, um, I don't know. And, what... and let's face it, who pays attention more to the weather than old people? Right, right, right exactly. I mean, I mean, they, uh... they, they watch it. <laughs> They have the weather channel on from yeah, the I time mean, they get up Dad, to the time they I, go I, to I bed. love you very much, but first thing he ever says to me whenever I talk to him, it's always about the weather. Yeah. It's like, well, it's a hot one today. Yes, you yes, know? I know, Dad. Uh, the, the weather channel said it's supposed to be yeah. a whopping like 98 degrees today. Yeah. Oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah. thanks for the information. <laughs> so, so there's the heat wave. And obviously, the big news, the biggest news in all of this is 
fucking dead cows. Right. Yeah. Because cows died. Right. And we're all sad. I mean, I am sad that cows yeah, died. Yeah, I mean, cows are, are good people. <laughs> cows are good animals. They 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 like to snuggle with people. They do. Uh, they're, they're fun. They're fun, and they taste amazing. They taste amazing. My my first thought when I saw like thousands of cows died was, did they get them to the slaughterhouse? And I was going to say, yeah, out of that's them? what because I was thinking. Is like that would that would probably <laughs> <a> smell amazing. <laughs> Butcher that up and get yes. that going. <laughs> so the first article that I saw came out on the fourteenth, so a few days back. And it said heat stress killed estimated 10,000 head of Kansas feedlot cattle. So, so remember the 10,000. We'll, right. we'll start there. Yeah. So let, let's start here. This is from uh, progressivefarmer.com or something like that. It's from the progressive farmer. So okay. it's progressive. So it's woke nice. farming. Or not the insurance company. No. Says uh, the current heat wave blazing through Kansas feedlots has killed an estimated ten thousand head of fat cattle. Not not the skinny ones, well, but the fat that's ones. That's the problem. They were fat. Yes. Final death numbers continue to come in, but that early estimate was shared with DTN by livestock experts who put the geographical center point for those deaths at Ulysses, Kansas. DTN calls to feedlots in the area and to ranchers whose branded animals were seen in some privately shared photos of dead cattle were not immediately returned. What is known is that leading up to these heartbreaking losses, temperatures in the area were over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. There was humidity and there was little to no wind. That's the perfect storm they're talking about. Uh, not only was sure. it hot, there was, it was no wind. It had just rained a shit ton there right. like the week prior, so it was really humid. Okay. And the wind had dropped off. Sure. There was like basically no wind, so it was really hot. It says temperature readings reported began to exceed the 100-degree mark on June 11th. By the 13th, the high temperature report reported at 104 degrees with humidity levels ranging from 18 to 35%, which that's not that really that hot that bad, yeah. <laughs> or humid. Right. When I've been in North Carolina, when at like 6 in the morning, it's like 89% right. humidity. Yeah. That's freaking high humidity. But when it's that hot yeah. in the hundreds, that is pretty high, I guess, uh, because the sun usually burns off a lot right. of the humidity. Temperature and humidity levels uh, began to break some on June 14th, just a few days prior to the heat setting in. Highs had been in the 80s. <clears throat> um, it says, <clears throat> says I, this guy is saying, I know it's hard for people in the business to watch the future markets, but it's not real. The only time those... Tra I, I don't care about the cow markets. I just yeah, want to really. know about the dead cows. Right. So it says nighttime cooling is key. Large losses in feedlots due to heat stress seem to start every year around June. Huh. Okay. So this being touted as this extreme weather event. Right. That seems to contradict it on this yeah. progressive farmer when it says large losses, yeah, probably the thousands, yeah. in feedlots due to heat stress seem to start every year in around June. June, which is now. Right. Which is right now. Approximately. <clears throat> Said veterinarian AJ Tarpoff, who works in Kansas State University Extension. <clears throat> Excuse me. He explained that uh, when there is a perfect storm, quote-unquote, of too much heat and no opportunity for nighttime cooling, cattle can accumulate heat and die from the stress. It's a situation, he added, that can hit both feedlot and grazing animals. Heat stress doesn't happen all at one time. Cattle accumulate heat during the day, and then over nighttime hours, it takes four to six hours for them to dissipate heat. As long as we have cooling effect at night, cattle can mostly handle the heat. <clears throat> 
Where we run into issues is where we have two to four days in a row of minimal nighttime cooling, and we start the day with a heat load we accumulated the day before still there. So it's not they're not having time to cool back off. Right. On down it says, the second week of June is when historically, historically is the phrase they use, we start to see this. And I think a lot of it has to do with the hair coat. So they haven't, like, shed their winter coat, right. I guess. Or okay. I, I don't know how that works for cows, but they have thicker coats still. It says cattle can ad- adapt to almost any environment on Earth, but they need time. At this point in the season, a lot of them have not fully shed their winter hair coat and slicked off, so like a dog. He said, adding the fact that the majority of the U.S. cow herd is black, <laughs> that's racist, also <laughs> means they can't cool as efficiently. That's So racist. again, you see it right there. Second week of June is historically when we see this. Yeah. When the cows right. haven't fully shed, when it starts to get hot. Yep. Um, some, some years gets hotter quicker. Right. And the cows can't adapt quick enough. Right. And they die. So then why is it that... We're so focused on this this year. Why right. is it such a big deal this year? Yes, right. it's it's a big deal when thousands of cows die. I Absolutely. get it. Yeah. But why this year is it? Hey, right. uh, did you hear? A thousand right. cows, uh, yeah. two thousand, ten thousand cows died right. on this article. Ten thousand cows. It's uh, global warming's coming. Yeah. Uh, even though this is historically when happens, it happens. <laughs> second week of June. This is the third week of June. Yeah. So this is actually later. This is true. Yes. Than so, than when historically it happens. Two days later, uh, Reuters, Reuters, whatever you call it, reported, because that was 10,000, right? Yes. Two days later, Reuters says heat and humidity killed at least 2,000 in Kansas. Huh. Interesting. That's a considerate, a considerable difference. A little bit, yeah. Between 10,000 and 2,000. Right. Or maybe some of them came back alive two days later. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I, like, that. Yeah. that's the part that gets me. I mean, me do you is, think... Because they were reporting off of, weren't they reporting off of private cell phone pictures? They're reporting like TikTok videos. Yeah, right, right. Be like, well, we saw some private photos and it looked like about 10,000 cows, right? It didn't look like 10,000 cows. It looked like a lot of ta- cows, but yeah. not 10,000. Can you imagine how far spread 10,000 oh, yeah. cows no, would absolutely. be? So this one says extreme heat and humidity killed thousands of cattle in Kansas and sizzling temperatures continue. Continue to threaten livestock. And I had to make sure, like, because I was like, maybe one day they said 2,000, then a couple days later it was 10,000. No. Or maybe different groups. But no, it was like just in Kansas, like 10,000 one day, then two days later there was less. Right. Which blew my mind. Says the deaths add pain to the U.S. cattle industry as producers have reduced herds due to drought and grappled with feed costs that climbed as Russia's invasion of Ukraine tightened global grain supplies. We got to throw Russia. Oh, in absolutely. There. Russia's, yeah, obviously, this is Russia's fault. Right. Uh, it says the Kansas Department of Health and Environment knew of at least 2,000 cattle deaths due to high temps and humidity as of Tuesday. The toll represents facilities that contacted the agency for help disposing of the carcasses. So this is the official count. It's like 2,000. But okay. then I guess the rumor mill says like 10,000. Right. Um, it says Kansas is the third largest U.S. cattle state behind Texas and Nebraska with more than 2.4 million cattle in feedlots. So 2,000 to 2.4 million. That's, that's right. not that that's not many. Even, like That's not even like... Maybe that's little like one percent. Yeah, I, I don't think I think it's like a tenth of a percent. It says it was a st- essentially a perfect storm. There you go again. Boom. 
<clears throat> and AJ Tarpoff, beef extension veterinarian for Kansas State, said AJ Tarpoff. That was the guy that that's what we heard in the last article. Yeah, that said, uh, um, "Hey, this is normal." Right. Um, says it's going to be oppressively hot and stressful for animals this year because of all the heat. Says to to survive, ranchers are providing cattle with extra water and checking their health. You can't say, "Oh, I checked them three days ago." Uh, when it gets hot, you've got to be out there every day and making sure their water is maintained. And that was my question: It's like, how, how right. often were you checking on these cows? Right, because exactly. for for like two to ten thousand to just be dead, it's right. like you weren't yeah. paying that close. I was gonna what, say, you think if you have like okay two days in a row that are one hundred and five degrees, it's yeah. like okay, I better go check my cows. I mean, which what farmers aren't keeping an eye on the weather oh, reports? Because yeah. yeah, because that's money right there. Yeah, because right? yeah, you would know. A couple days in advance, hey, it's going to be miserably hot out. I should probably yeah. keep an eye on my uh, yeah. my cows. Maybe sure, make sure they have extra water. I don't right. know. I'm not a farmer. So that one, like I said, was 2,000, right? Yeah. This one here says, this video, I want to watch this because I love their response. Uh, like, we're talking about the dramatization of this. Okay. And I'll talk about that in a second, okay. I okay. guess. Okay. You're going to let me watch it. Yes. Hang on. Let me Let me check my notes. Okay. All right, let's watch this. Because this one said up to between two thousand and twenty thousand. That's a pretty big. Yeah, that's a that's a huge gap. But but watch this video quick. So here's what you were talking about this TikTok video. I mean, it, yes, it's a lot of cows, but I don't see no twenty thousand. Yeah. And they're really bloated. So it's been a while since they died, you yeah. can tell. They're really over-bloated. I don't know how long it takes for a cow to bloat up after death, but... In that heat, I can't imagine it take long. Yeah. But I just want to focus mainly on what she says afterwards. Would you like to be the guy that has to run the skid loader picking up the dead cows? That's got to smell awful. Yeah. All right, here, listen to this part. I've seen a lot of things in my time, but that's one of the most disturbing and upsetting things I have ever seen. <laughs> Renee, what was your emotional reaction? First of all, the most disturbing? Yeah, right? Um, she must not get out much. Yeah, what about like uh, mass shootings or uh, starving kids in Africa? Yeah, man. <laughs> I know Sarah McLaughlin video with the dogs. Yeah, that's more disturbing <laughs> right? than, than the dead cows. That's what they need is they need her singing during the cows. Like, <laughs> what about uh, just what happened in in Uvalde, Texas? That's yeah. supposedly right. a bit big ordeal. Yeah. But but the dead cows is the most disturbing thing that you've ever yeah. seen. Right. I. I yeah. Okay. And, well, and on the bottom, yeah, it's saying estimated between four thousand and twenty thousand. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, no official of a... figures yet, but could be as high as twenty thousand. All right, listen to her response because the first lady said most disturbing thing ever. Listen to this lady's response. As someone who rescues cows, when you saw that, it just it just broke me down to my knees. I really, it, it's like the end of the world. It's like oh. the apocalypse. It feels so surreal. <laughs> real that this is like the end you know climate change is unbelievably on top of us and my emotional 
thoughts. As soon as Tommy was telling me about it, I was, I was trying to, to get a hold of you as fast as I can. I know how busy you. All right, that that's enough of that. But but you heard what she said. It's yes. the end. It's the apocalypse. It's the apocalypse. It's, uh, climate change is on us. It's it's, it's it broke her to their knees. Yes, but but the fact that she's just like, oh, this yeah. is it, guys. This is the end yeah. of the world because yeah. of these few cows that like a yeah. couple thousand cows that died. It's right. the apocalypse. Uh, climate change. Uh, this, that that right there is actually why I titled this one the the cow apocalypse yeah. because because she actually called she a couple thousand there. dead cows the apocalypse the end of the world and again we what we saw in those couple articles was that this isn't that odd of a thing right. for cows to die yeah. here in June yeah. did you know that in 2011 here in Iowa four thousand cows died because of excessive heat did you okay. know that part I, I did not but yeah it doesn't surprise me. This is the article here. I'm not going to read it, but this was from 2011. It says, heat wave has killed up to 4,000 Iowa cattle. Did you hear about that? Were they talking about the end of the world and the apocalypse I, then? I, I mean, you were so. here in 2011. I yeah. wasn't. Yeah. But uh, I would think if 2,000 can stir up so much emotion to right. the point where we think this is the apocalypse, I would think 4,000 oh, here in Iowa, yeah. right. you would have at least heard about it yeah. and remembered the cow apocalypse of 2011. Yeah, would have started storing their cows. Yeah, I mean, it, if it's really that yeah. that huge of a, an event that we're calling it, like a right. weather event, yeah, why, why aren't we like counting some of the and this isn't yeah. just a one-off thing either no. like if you look back at some articles it's like well this reminds me of in 2000 in such and such yeah. state where right. uh, six thousand cows yeah. died i mean it's just yeah. like it gets hot fast sometimes and a bunch of cows die yeah. because when probably we were... a shitty farmers that don't take care of them properly right. and b yeah it's just an anomaly that it got a little hot too yeah. fast where they hadn't had a chance to shed properly right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure if you go back and look through the different years, I remember I while researching for the show, there was one 2015 where there was like 3,000 cows that died from mm -hmm. heat. You know, so it's not, again, like the veterinarian from Kansas said, you know, this isn't a, it's not an unusual thing. So, and the fact that they're pushing from 10,000 cows, whereas originally they came out as 2,000 or that was the official count, mm -hmm. you know, it just seems like it's a little... It seems like they might be over exaggerating bit, yes. to push yeah. <clears throat> to get an emotional response like that one we right. just saw, where yeah. she's like, "Oh my God, I've never seen anything like this. This yeah. is, has to be the end." Right. Well, yeah, you haven't seen anything like this because the media hasn't really reported on it right. the way they have this year. Yeah. They haven't focused on a couple thousand cows dying of heat stroke yeah. like they are this year because they have something to push in all of this. They have something to. Like an agenda. This has to be an agenda. Yeah. Because no, absolutely. the cows dying is not a sign of climate change because the cows just die. That's just what cows do. I'm sorry, but but they do. We, I mean, when we when we see cow, hear of cows freezing to death, again, back to the cold front, like how many times do you hear of like the cattle like freezing to death? So, yeah, here. Dairy cows have died by, this is 2015. Um even thousands before in blizzards. An estimated 35,000 cows died in December 2015 when a winter storm dubbed Goliath swept oh, through West Texas and New Mexico. They did name the winter storm. They did. So maybe they, did. they should name the freaking heat waves. Yeah. So, so how many? 30,000? They said 35,000. Did they talk about the end of the world or the apocalypse then? It doesn't say that, no. Well, I, I guess we're not on top of our shit then. But again, like it's the emotional response. They're, they're trying to scare us. Yeah. Maybe I mean is maybe 
there is a little bit of climate change involved here, but the the amount of fear porn they're throwing oh, yeah. into this story here alone, uh, just yeah, I it just doesn't add up to me. Right. And you do get like, and I'll I'll talk a little more about the conspiracy theories about all this, uh, probably in the second half because that's when right. we talk about the crazy shit. But uh, you do get people that are like, ten thousand cows that. Like like Beto said, ten thousand cows dying together on one farm is not is a statistical impossibility. Right. Well, I mean, not if the farmer's not paying attention right. to them and one dies and then another dies right. and then a bunch more die, then then they finally realize, oh shit, our cows are dying. We should maybe get them right. some water. Yeah, right. But again, it's like again, I'm not a farmer. I don't yeah. know for sure. But again, that's that's your money right there. Right. Right. You would kind of think that you're gonna pay attention to that. If the weather, you know, again, it's going to be a little hotter than normal. I mean, I don't know. I, I check on my dog. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't just leave your freaking dog outside yeah. because they'll just drop dead in the heat. Um, I wonder if there is a possibility. Like, I want to know, is anybody going to investigate, like, the conditions of that farmer? Yeah. Like, what were they being watered properly? Right. Or are they being... So we know how they horrible... Be, because he's got to have insurance on the cows. Yeah. Well, you know how horrible like horrible some like mass farmer production right. companies like the ones that aren't just like free range but the ones that just like smash right. the chickens into like the tiny little like yeah. two by two squares right we know how horrible they treat the animals sometimes it's just like i mean how much is this on the farmer not the right. the heat itself well, yeah, uh, exactly. I, i'd like to see uh that investigation uh, yeah. before we start going nuts into this no absolutely like and is I it possible that he wasn't watering them properly yeah. or Maybe the water was tainted or something like yeah. that. Or or maybe some you know, maybe the lawn was or the grass was tainted in some mm. way. You know, I mean, there's so many other options to go to just kind of jump to like you said, the cowpocalypse all of a sudden. <laughs> right. Well well, it's not just the cows though, because obviously we got the, the perfect storm of here of weather events. Yes. Because uh the Guardian is talking about this cocktail of historic weather disasters battering the US right now. And we're talking like the heat. We're talking floods yeah. in Yellowstone. There's massive flooding and uh, wildfires. That's historic wildfires Again. because in California, that's historic, right? Right. I that mean, never happens. Doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they like their like burnoff policies. It's they horrible. Like, yeah, they they like uh, banned like burnoffs and stuff like that. So yeah. we have all these wildfires always in California. Um, I, I remember living in California. You could drive. Uh, down from 29 Palms, you drive down through a valley to get down to Palm Springs. It was like two or three times a summer, you could see just look at the edge of the mountain and it would just be like on fire, <laughs> just like burning slowly. It's just like yeah. fires just happen in California. Uh, but this one says, historic weather, why a cocktail of natural disasters is battling the U.S., and so, again, this is going to attribute everything to climate change, right. and it's going to compile all these events, weather events, to climate change. Yeah. Wait, what, what does it say for the, the captions for the pictures? Uh, it says, from left, Lake Mead, Nevada, reached historically low levels, uh, remains from New Mexico's wildfire is in the middle, and part of the road swept away by floods in Yellowstone okay. on the right. I thought that was Lake Mead because I was there last summer. Yeah. And the water was the same. Was yeah. it historically low last summer? It was summer? historically low last summer as well. So it's equally historically low yes. this summer. 
So somewhere in the American West is off to an explosive start with extreme weather events ravaging multiple states in recent weeks. Ooh, that's dramatic. In Montana, historic flooding devastated communities and infrastructure in and around Yellowstone National Park and forced a rare closure. Further south, reservoirs sank to new lows. Triple-digit heat wave. Why don't? Why doesn't Montana ship some of their water down to the south where uh, it seems like it's an easy dry? I know. So, just, solution yeah. to me. <laughs> can we just like pump some of the you water too down? Too much. You got too little. Yeah. Cool. Can we just meet in the middle somewhere? <laughs> uh, then it says, uh, triple-digit heat waves left millions sweltering, and wildfires ripped through Arizona, New Mexico, Alaska, and California. Huh. These layered disasters offer a glimpse of what's to come. There it is right there. Yeah. It's like, what's what's coming in the yeah. future? As temperature temperatures continue to climb, extreme events will not just increase. They're more likely to overlap, causing more calamity and testing the limits of the nation's resilience and recovery. I'm not really seeing the overlap here because it's not like we're seeing historically low reservoirs and flooding at the same time. There, I mean, yes, in the country there is one over here and right. something over there. But there's not like the overlap. It's not like, wow, we're we're dealing with low water and there's massive flooding here. And it's just right. not yeah. possible. <laughs> right. Exactly. Maybe global warming will cause that yeah. to be possible. The US has a certain amount of capacity to cope with extreme events, uh, said some meteorologist guy. <laughs> uh, I don't want to read all Sorry, that. Sorry, you're not that important. No. <laughs> Adding the capacity is stretched when these events build on one another, either regionally or sequentially. Um, it says, layering dangerous realities. Warming weather flushed melting snow into waterways as a deluge pelted the region, dropping up to three months of worth of summer rain over the span of just a few days. How often do we see where, hey, it gets a little warm fast and the mountain yeah. snow melts a little fast and things flood? I mean, that, all the that time. happened here how yeah, many 2008. years? 2008. 2008, yeah. and then again in 2018, yep. and then... Uh, Two yeah. th- what was it? Ninety eight? Yeah, it's like yeah. every fucking yeah. ten yeah, years. 90, it seems ninety five. Like. Yeah, was it ninety five? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's just like snow melts fast, yeah. things flood. It happens. Uh, that's not an overlapping. It's not like hey, uh, not only is it warm here, but also snow is melting. <laughs> well, yes, the warm melt causes the snow to melt, yeah. it, and then snow runs downhill and causes the rivers the to rise and creeks flooding. to rise. And yes, that's not overlapping. That's not like. Multiple different events yeah. combining forces to right. cause one catastrophe. No, that is just a natural occurrence when yeah. it gets warm a little quick. Uh, Beto says, if heat caused cattle to die, there wouldn't be any cattle left in, in Mexico. That I understand, and I've heard comments about Texas, and it's like, hey, there's cattle, there's no trees in Texas, there's cattle in Texas. Right. And they all, I, I think the key factor was that it, the cows didn't have time to acclimatize the way they naturally would in right. like Texas, where it's just always like that. Um, I think that's what they're saying happened, but I yeah. I don't know. It is it's sketchy to me too. It says with inc- increasing global surface temperature, the possibility of more droughts and increased intensity of storms will likely occur, as more water. Ev- Vapor is evaporated into the atmosphere. It becomes fuel for more powerful storms to develop. I feel like they're making shit up. I feel like so, too. 
the unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented and sudden flooding earlier this week toppled telephone poles, knocked over fences, wiped out roads, and it, that, that it, happens. It, it flooded. It's a flood. None of us planned a 500-year flood event on the Yellowstone when we designed these facilities. Well, then that was poor planning. (laughs) All right, so the fact that you can call this a 500-year flood event tells me that this has happened before. I agree, yes. And therefore, like you talked about things being cyclical. Yeah. I mean, did you intend for your facilities to last 500 years? I. I mean yeah. that's on that's on right. you. I I don't yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's like they they came in what probably uh when was Teddy Roosevelt president uh, yeah. 1911 1912 and it was like hey let's let's uh, get Yellowstone all nice and build all these buildings and yeah. all of a sudden a 500 year flood comes through and wipes them. Wow, yeah, we didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that happens. But again, the fact that you call it a 500 year flood tells me it's not necessarily yeah, global warming. Right. It's, There's it's evidence an event. it happened before. Yes. We certainly know that climate change is causing more natural disasters, more fires, bigger fires, and more floods, and bigger floods. <laughs> I'm glad they clarified that. Yes. <laughs> That's some crack journalism. <laughs> the things, these things are going to happen, and they're going to happen probably a lot more intensely. This is some serious like science. A Dick they got. and Jane book. Yes. So I mean, see the flood come. It, see the flood come bigger, <laughs> more bigly. I mean, does this sound not sound like exact science that we should right. be following and basing all our yeah, uh, projections off of? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want to read more. It says, uh, loading the dice for heat waves and fire. Now in the third year of deeply dry conditions, roughly 44% of American West has been categorized in extreme drought, according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. Once lush hillsides have grown brown, waterways have receded into cracked earth and the agriculture, ecological and industrial impacts are expected to mount and swaths of the West will go without hope of precipitation through the summer and into autumn. I'm sorry, but I mean, California and those states have been in a drought, as far as I know, for the last 20 years. 40. 40 40 from what I've heard. Yeah, they've had like historically like dry, hot seasons for up to 40 years now. So it's not like... Anything recent right. since before we even thought climate change was What's a thing. thing? Uh, it says, that's also loaded the dice for wildfires as blazes have been more erratically and grow harder to battle. States in the south and southwest have been hammered by dozens of conflagrations this spring, wow. including a ferocious fire in New Mexico that became the worst in state's history. I've never heard of that. The number of square miles burned so far this year is more than double the 10-year national average. That's pretty bad, I guess. It is. Wildfires have already set records and destroyed hundreds of homes. I, I don't want to move on with this. So, yeah. so, I mean, can we say climate change? Possibly, I guess. Possibly. I, I mean, yeah. again, I'm not one to completely deny that no. things that things are getting warmer, things right. are getting out of hand. I mean... You do enough irresponsible practices, uh, the Earth's going to turn around and say, right. you know what, screw you, I'm out. Right. Uh, but I feel like things are being specifically, dramatically um, <laughs> pointed out. Yeah, built up and like exaggerated here, yeah. here specifically for a, a, a reason. Well, what was it? The, was it the 19... 19- uh... 20s, 30s, where they had the big dust bowl going through. Oh well, yeah, because the Southwest. Yeah, because of freaking uh, 
uh, the Great Depression, right. and farmers just stopped farming after yeah. they decimated the land, and then all the crops died, and then there was nothing to hold all the dirt down, so right. everything just kind of blew away. Right, exactly. So, I mean, again, not that's not necessarily... A weather thing that's like irresponsible practices, right. and but, uh, the irresponsible, the the crash of the economy is what led to that. So, right. so you think shit's bad now? Just wait till our, our economy's right. in the shitter once yeah. again, and the farmers can't farm, and then just think about what our our or they decide to like. put up solar farms instead of farmland, <laughs> yeah, right? And burn off all. But that's a conspiracy theory, Bill. We, sure, we don't sure. we don't right. delve I into know, that's conspiracy theories the until the second half. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, so what do you think of all these weather event headlines, like the flooding, like uh, the wildfires, and the glimpse of what's to come? Right. I, you know, again, I think they're over dramatizing. You know, I. You know, the, remember the really bad wildfires in uh, Australia back in was it 2020, right before uh, yeah, COVID it was, hit? Yeah, it was right when Kobe died. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because uh, there was Kobe died and the and wildfires, was, yep, and then yep. COVID, and then we were expecting World War Three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean, but again, those were pointed to as unprecedented. Yeah, wildfires, right? The the Earth is burning. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, again, it's just. With the invent of the 24-hour news cycle, right, with everybody having news and cameras everywhere, you know, this stuff is reported on more now than it was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it could have been happening. Nobody knows. Yeah, the cows could have died. Right. Thousands, 10,000, 30,000. And they 30, did on TikTok, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there wasn't TikTok in 2011 when the Iowa cows right. died. What about the... 30,000 cows that died in blizzards in Blizzard Goliath. We even named that one and we we still didn't hear about it. Goliath is an epic name. And we we still didn't hear about the 30,000 cows died, or we just didn't fucking care then. Exactly. So I guess, is is this the apocalyptic climate change that everybody's talking about? Do you think? No, you think I, I you don't think, think so. this is the sign of the times like no. that that crazy ladies talked no, about? I, I think it's sign of them trying to move legislation and they're trying to. Why do you think that is? Lines. Why do you think that? What what what's coming up that would cause them to want to force legislation down our throats? Oh, you know the midterms. Oh, that thing we talked about last yes, week. Yes, that's the thing. Go listen to that episode <laughs> where we talked about the midterms because the midterms are coming up. They haven't got shit done. Yeah. One of the big things. And I'm going to talk about it. Obviously, is the up to two trillion, three trillion. I can't remember what the yeah. number is now. Well, it was originally three trillion. It got bumped down to one point seven. That's trillion. right. Yes. Uh, climate and social spending bill. And I'm definitely going to talk about that in the second half because I feel like out of all of this, that's probably their short term yes. goal. With all this like sensationalized news, is to yeah. to push yeah. some of this legislation to scare people to be like, oh, we gotta we gotta do something now. Yes, push that bill yeah. uh, through. Not you, Bill, but yeah, that yeah, bill no, through. I know, but I will also push it through. <laughs> well, I feel like the biggest thing that they haven't talked about that is effective climate change is Joe Biden falling off his bike. Oh my God, that had to be that well, had to probably be climate change. equilibrium because it was uh, like hotter that hotter day. Than, yeah. Yes, I mean we didn't we haven't even covered Joe Biden falling right? off his bike. What the hell happened? there i mean the fact that he's old and he's like 80 years old out riding his bike that might have something right. to do with it but i i started to say I, I i get skeptical when uh the timing's so like perfect because right. like we got right now still i don't know if you know the war in russia still is it's raging still happening, it's still happening. Jeez. uh which obviously affects our food shortage our food supply because of and oil uh because of yeah gas prices 
due to that. Yeah. Uh, fertilizer prices, yeah. Uh, yeah. the price of wheat to like the third world countries yes. and stuff. Uh, coincidentally, the same time we had that baby formula shortage because yes. of the tainted like bacteria in the That's formula. Yes, yes. So like ninety percent of the formula yeah. happens and I had, to be out I heard the they had to close the plant again because of weather. <laughs> Probably it was too hot. Right. Uh, the the formula spoiled. Gas prices are through the roof. That's yeah. going to affect farming and cause shortages there. Yeah. Or at least the price will be higher because of gas prices. Uh, the avian flu we mentioned in the first, yep. where the, the chicken ha- eggs are all yep. tainted. Don't eat the chicken eggs. Um, now, oh, yeah, the, the, the processing plant oh, fires, all the fires. You, you brought yeah. up. And now we have the cow apocalypse on yes. top of it. All this forms this giant perfect storm of major food shortage, yep. or at least people screaming, which, right. again— Two thousand cows isn't that big of a food right. shortage, right? Yeah. When yeah. you're talking like two and a half million cows well, in Kansas, and if they alone. were on it, they could have had them butchered and sent off to the around the That's country, true. right? But they were talking on top of that, on top of the fact that all these cows died and all the food from that. What about all the food they fed those cows with? Yes. To get them to that point, now yes. we're short all that food too. So even right. more food shortage. So a lot of more, grass. more scariness. Yes. Scare you into whatever they yeah. want to scare you into. Again, skeptical because yes. there's always a fucking agenda. There is always and, and, an agenda. It's funny this. because if you when you watch the news and you see how the narrative shifts, mm-hmm. you can. It's like I mean, it's like reading a fucking book. Oh yeah, right? of course. Well, it's like a book. It's like reading a book. It's actually like scrolling through like TikTok videos because it's like people's attention span is that yeah. short. It's like. Russia, Russia, Russia! Oh my God, Russia, Russia! Flip! Oh my God, uh, uh, gas prices are so high. It's so, uh, where are we going to drive? Uh, right. Five dollars a gallon. Then flip. Uh, the cow is dying because of the heat wave. It's yeah. just like our, they know our attention span is right. so quick, and they can cha- shift our focus so quickly oh, yeah. by turning and focusing over yeah. here. Yeah. And I, oh, I forgot this part. Before we get into the, the break, I forgot um, this other unrelated article that came out of Kansas a week before the cows died, or two weeks before, was this toxic algae that uh, created a perfect storm in Kansas lakes. Another one? Yeah, and this just coincidental. Maybe that killed the cows. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like They're saying because it's a little warmer, uh, it's not even focusing on the heat, but it's like saying, hey, this algae is always in the water, but uh, if it gets a little warmer, it can bloom or blossom or whatever okay. and then it can like taint the water a bit but if you scroll down it says most animals have a certain amount of immunity to this but um let me scroll down and read it it says where to go it says however pets especially dogs can be overpowered by this bacteria or the habs whatever that i huh. i didn't read the article so it says and ta- uh, take a least lethal dose of toxins according to styles dogs will ingest contaminated water and will often lick their fur upon exiting a water body increasing the amount of toxins they're exposed to we've seen a number of dog deaths over the season from dogs playing in the water he also says that cattle as well can suffer from exposure to blue green algae which can infest ponds that livestock drink from huh when asked which lake, uh, he talked, then it goes on to say which lakes were affected. But this is Kansas. Yeah. And talking about this, like, blue-green algae that is tainting the water that will affect dogs and cattle specifically. Yeah. It's like, 
is any of this, is there any, maybe something there that maybe right. these cows got into this bad water and they died from that. And then yeah. people are just like, oh, it's obviously me. climate change. It, they died of heat, not yeah. not from the blue algae, because right. that doesn't quite fit right. the story Absolutely. there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Even though, they, I mean, they could have twisted and been like, well, because of climate change, yeah. there's because more Because it was so green. hot, they went in the water. <laughs> or the blue-green algae like right. is more prominent because it's so hot. hot. Yeah. But I, I feel like you can um, but negate that they, easier. Yeah, well, and, and it's not like if they determine that's what the cause was, it's not like they're going to come back and be like, well, I guess uh, it wasn't the heat, it was uh, it was the toxins in the water. No, because the the sensationalism has oh, already yeah. spread. Absolutely. Like, like the it's wildfire, the wildfire in California right. <laughs> or Alaska. It's, right. already, it's already spread, and everybody's already determined that, oh, climate change right. caused yeah. 20,000 cows to die. Yeah. So, no, no, we can't Yeah, and you never let a good that. crisis go to waste, so... Push yeah. through this legislation. Like I said, that that came out Jan- June seventh, but no mention of that right. possibility because again, that was a good chunk of Kansas. Right. But no, no suggestion that that might have been caused by that. I mean, that's huh. just me, right? Kind of uh, speculating but, here, but it, it causes a reasonable doubt, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. so we are about due for a break. I want to uh, tease the next section. I want to talk about. Because this came out in May, just happened to be before all the sensationalism sure. of climate, uh, the heat waves and the climate change and stuff. Uh, this is, what's this guy's name? I don't know this guy's name. <laughs> Representative Alan Lowenthal of California His quote back in May was, time is running out on the one opportunity for a climate bill. There it is. So so he predicted all this heat heat waves and all this climate change disasters that are happening here in June. He predicted it back in May. He's like the next Al Gore. I I know. So um, that's what I want to get into in the second half to start with is um, them trying to push through this climate bill because time is running out. we're, We're... the window is closing, right. and that window being uh, mil- midterms are coming up, and they're not going to be able to push their agenda any right. further. But he's presenting it as uh, the window of being able to save the world as right. we know it is yes. closing. But that we that that's not what's happening here. No. I don't think. Anyway. I don't think so either. But we do got to get to break. It's already been over an hour, Bill. Can that's, you believe that? Goes fast. It does. Um, hopefully, we can get more people in the chats here in the second half because the crazy shit's coming up. Um, we're going to take four or five minutes to uh, freshen up, powder our nose and all that stuff. I and like when we come back, we're going to talk some climate change bill. We're going to talk some weather manipulation if we get to it nice. and maybe a little other craziness because that's what we like to do in the second half. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Actually bring more people in. Invite your friends right now. We'll be right back if I can find my button. Here we go. <laughs> Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange 
crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. One of these days, I'm just gonna come back and be singing along with, with whatever it is. I haven't. I, I, I thought that was you singing. Before. I, I mean, yes, that was me, re- pre-recorded. I recorded myself along In doing the karaoke. Yes, ex- obviously the shower. <laughs> talking about heat waves. We're talking about cowpocalypse. Uh, the end. Yes. That as that one re- woman. I don't even know what she was. I didn't. Yes. I didn't she, get into she, it. She was like a cattle rescue person. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I understand why she would be concerned because right. that's what she does and why why she would be upset about that. And I'm not even saying that she was even lying when she thought, when the thought crossed her mind that, hey, this is the end because right. of this, because of how it's being sensationalized in the news. Right. Yeah. But if she would have been, like I said, watching the news within the last years or so when this does happen yeah. in the past i maybe she wouldn't have that that mentality that oh this is the the end is nigh uh right. the apocalypse is coming yeah no she would have been like oh oh cows do just die from the heat right. or as we said possibly uh drinking the green blue green algae maybe right. yeah. I, I don't know we weren't too far off when we were talking about the uh, the blue kool-aid were we and, no yeah that, that was it that was jim jones played blue kool-aid in uh the, yeah. the cows water so i don't know what, what, what are your thoughts so far on all of this yeah, I, again, you know, like we were talking about, you know, obviously there there's an agenda, right? Mm-hmm. That that's why they're pushing this now. That's why they're bringing up all these different weather events and they're they're using the cows as their kind of errand boy, you the know. The cows are their scapegoat. Yeah, scapegoat, <laughs> scapegoat, such as it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, and they're trying to make it seem much worse than when what it actually is. Cuz if you just say it's fucking hot, people aren't going to take you seriously. Right. Absolutely. Like like they were saying, hey, they'll take you seriously if you name it. Well, they'll also take you seriously if you can have a video out there on the web of a thousand cows dead. Right. People are going to see yeah. like the effects of climate change. Like we can right. see this in real time. This is the yeah. effects of climate change. We yeah. got to take this shit seriously. Right. So that's the kind of thing we sensationalize. We don't sensationalize the fact that oh, um, it's three degrees warmer in uh, I I don't know Death Valley, California right. today. Right. No, because people are going to be like, yeah, it's just freaking hot in right. Death Valley. What's three degrees right. or what's five degrees in, in 
Death Valley. Right. No, uh, you got to tangibly see something right. Or, right. or name something. Yeah. You know, yeah. You tell me it's 100 degrees in Alabama, and I'm going to be like, okay. Yeah. But if you tell, if you, somebody said, hey, there was just like a thousand dead baby deer in, in right. Alabama, you'd be like, oh, that's, that's freaking weird. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Exactly. Um, but then you just, don't really mention or you mention in like a little subheading down or a little like subscript down below well uh yearly about this time right. a thousand deer die of heat stroke right. well then then people might be like exactly. oh oh this just happens but yeah but we don't point that part out because it doesn't sensationalize this it doesn't right. Uh, scare people like that that woman into thinking, right. um, you know, this is the end. This is the yeah. apocalypse. We got to do something now. Right, right. Just like this uh, congressman from uh, California, this uh, uh, Alan Lowenthal of California, is trying to scare us into passing this climate bill. Of course. <clears throat> and there's more things, and there, there's so much more that pisses me off about this than just... The fact that they're trying to sensationalize climate change. The, the Lowenthal guy or the whole thing? The whole, the bill in no, general, right, like all, okay. of, all of it. And we've talked a little bit about it, but yeah. we, we got to mention it again. So, so this one is from RollCall.com. It says, time is running out on the one opportunity for a climate bill. Without ambitious legislation, the U.S. will miss its target of cutting emissions in half by 2030 and zeroing them out by 2050, experts say. So that's the window they're talking about. They're not talking about, obviously, the midterm elections where they have no more power to pass these outlandish spending bills. They're talking about the 2050 window to save the world as right. we know it. Is that our is that our end date now? Is that our expiration date? Is well, that's when they that's when they want to have it zeroed out by is 2050. Gotcha. So they okay. want to cut it in half by 2030, which is in eight years from well, now. Yeah, because that was that's the UN's agenda, right? Yeah. And then they want to have it down to zero by within 20 years sure, after that. Sure. So it says when President Joe Biden went to Capitol Hill in October to arm twist for his signature environmental and economic legislation. Many Democrats remained hopeful the bill's climate provision would survive. But Representative Alan Lowenthal of California was worried. If the bill failed, Congress might not get another shot for years. We've never done that before. Really reduced emissions, uh, Lowenthal said in an interview. This is one opportunity. If we don't do this now, if we don't really begin to lower emissions, this planet has no chance. We have a few years left and that's it. He paused dramatically. Good. The planet is dying. Wow. That is dramatic. It's like a Roland Emmerich film. Like, if it, if you don't allow us to pass this $2 trillion spending bill, the planet will die. I mean, that's, 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 that's telling. Yeah, I mean, that's, right? that's fear porn <clears throat> straight up. Yeah. It doesn't get any more fear porn. Says so seven months later, so that was seven months ago in oh, October okay. when just said Biden was trying to arm twist. That's, I mean, I can't imagine that feeble old man arm twisting <laughs> no, anybody. Maybe his own arm. Says so seven months later, Washington's focus has moved to the war raging in Ukraine. Like I said, it's like TikTok videos, just yeah. scrolling through it, like war, uh, climate change, yeah. uh, fires. Uh, our attention span, Congress's te- attention span is just yeah. as li- limited Absolutely. as ours. Uh, it says midterm elections threaten the Democrats' thin majority on Capitol Hill. Emissions have roared back following pandemic lockdowns. Uh, they're going to probably yeah. push a, oh, yeah. a climate lockdown. Yep. I mean, you can hear it coming there. They're like yeah. preempting it. 
and the likelihood of Congress passing legislation to match the scale of the climate crisis appears slim. The House passed the Budget Reconciliation Bill, a roughly $2 trillion climate and social policy piece of legislation in November. But the bill, which all 50 Republicans and two Democrats in the chamber oppose, is languished in, languishing in the Senate. So, so the part, uh, that one part that irritates me here is it's such a dire thing that we have to get this done. But they haven't lumped in with that social policy yep. bill because they, they're yep. calling it the climate and social policy right. legislation. Yeah. It's like if it's that big of a deal, why yeah. are they refusing to fucking split the thing up? Right, exactly. Because they know they can't get the one passed on its yes. own. Yes. So uh, they'll scare us into passing the climate one, but then they can also p- push through yeah. their, their social spending bill. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to remind everybody what this bill entails here yeah. in a second. <clears throat> But down here, it, it doesn't really get into details, but it cracks me up what it says it, that the bill includes. Because it says the bill in, includes steps to speed permitting for offshore wind energy. Does that cost any money to speed up per- permits? No. Like, no. how much per- money does yeah. that cost? Yeah. It's like $2 trillion. Uh, part of that, we're going to speed up the permitting Hire process. 10 more people. Uh, well, it's just like... Stamp yes yeah, on it. Right, yeah. Allowed. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Go go for it. Good to yeah. go. Free. Good to go. That was free, guys. That was free <laughs> yeah. on me. You don't, No tax money required. <laughs> yes, do it. Yeah. Uh, the next thing, expand tax incentives for low-carbon energy sources. <clears throat> so tax cuts for yeah. not spending money, but not bringing in as much well, money. And, well, and you know those, those exist. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, before I sold my house, I actually was looking into solar energy. Yeah. And there's some really good tax incentives for it. But they want to expand those. Oh, so I don't see how they tril- expand trillions, more. Of, trillions of dollars. <laughs> Levy a fee on methane emissions and impose tariffs on energy intensive goods like steel, cement, fossil fuel, and petrochemicals. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. So, first of all, a tariff or a tax or a fee. On emissions and these energy-intensive goods. Yeah. Again, you're Building not spending supplies. money. You're not spending money on that. Right. You're making money. Yeah. You're off bringing of that. money in. Yeah. So, so the fact that hey, we got to push this two trillion. If these are the only things you're mentioning, I don't see a lot of right. freaking spending. Actually, in that the, the tariffs would probably pay for it all, right? The tariffs would pay for at least the uh, the tax incentives that right. you're missing out on. Um, but like you were saying, uh, that's just gonna really hurt the economy if you're yeah. like putting such a strain on the the, the building right. sector. I mean the building sector's already strained. Steel and cement that's yeah. that's like uh 98% of your your building <laughs> right? sector right there. Yeah. I mean yeah, like you're saying it's already under strain. Um we had steel tariffs from Trump from yeah. Canada, so we were paying more yep. for steel already and then we have building supply shortages right yeah. now uh since COVID started yeah. back up. So yeah, let, let's just tax steel and cement. I, I see the fossil fuels, them pushing that, but it's going to be really hard for them to press yeah. uh, tariffs on steel and cement because, yeah. it, I mean, have they come up with a green solution for steel and cement yet? Uh, not one that works. I mean, I'm sorry, coconut huts don't really fly <laughs> in Iowa. I mean, I'm fine with living in a coconut <laughs> hut if that's what you want to do. Yeah. I, it's just, you, you have all these thoughts of what's bad but you haven't come up with a viable solution and that's 
the issue with yes. the government with this. It's like, oh, well, we got to do this and this, and this is a problem, and this is a problem, this is a problem. Well, what's the solution? Well, if we had $3 trillion, we could figure out one. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know My how confidence many solu- isn't there. How many solutions we could come up with with $3 trillion? <laughs> right. A lot of solutions. It says, text of the bill should be ready within weeks, said the White House, who outlined paths for the reconciliation legislation in a separate and a separate climate bill. So this was, like I said, this was May of this year. Right. And they're talking about this legislation being ready in weeks, like the yeah. wording for it in weeks, which would fall about beginning of June, which happens <laughs> to be when we start sensationalizing yep. all these climate yep. weather events. Yeah. And it's just like, hmm, it, it just so happens to be yeah. going on the table at the same time that the cows are dying yes. and there's heat problems yes. here. Yeah. You, you, you see what yeah. why I would possibly be skeptical of this stuff? Yeah. So, so what do you think of this guy saying that the world is dying and we have to do this now? Again, I, drama queen. I oh. mean, it's like, you know, he again, he sees his window closing. Sure. And how, what better way to expand that than sure. say, hey, the world's going to die here in 25 years if we don't do anything. Your children are going to burn to death. And I, I had said the, the same shit about uh, the uh, stimulus checks, that they were like, well, we got to pass oh, yeah. these. We, if you don't vote for this bill, yep. there goes your stimulus checks. And it's like, if you're yeah. so freaking concerned about us and our stimulus yeah. checks and us surviving, pass the stimulus checks right. separately. The Absolutely. fact is, those are... And we said this way back then. That's the thing they care about the least. Oh, when they are willing to dangle that in front yes. of you as the carrot, like, well, yeah. you don't. It, if you don't pass this, you're not yeah. going to get your stimulus check. That's the thing they're willing to yeah. throw. They, yeah. they don't, they give, don't a give a shit about, shit about, about the environment. No. They want they want to be able to pay for your kids through preschool and community college. Uh, let, let's uh, go back over the okay. list of that. And, and, that and to bill. be clear, this is build back better. Yeah, this is the bill that he's been pushing. That has not gotten any traction. Yeah, this is what he last... ran on. Yes. And so we got to scare you into that. Yeah, because they Be... couldn't bribe you. Yes. They couldn't bribe you with it, so now they've got to try to scare you and into COVID it. And COVID didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so so now we got to go with climate change. So this is from CBS News. It says, what's in the D- Democrats' $1.75 trillion social spending and climate bill? So uh, I like how they lump them together. Yes. So I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just want to get to it. But it talks about how its original price tag was three and a half trillion, and it got knocked down to 1.75 <laughs> trillion to be spent over 10 years. It says despite the drop in cost, it's still opposed by Republicans. So Democrats are trying to enact the plan through a budgetary process called reconciliation. Blah blah blah. Right. So this is old, but right. but still. this is what got it through the um, the the representatives, but not the Senate. Yes, it's still locked up in the Senate. Now, now think. Now remember, one point seven five trillion. That right. number there. Gotcha. Climate bill that that is going to save the world, like yes. this guy said back here. Uh, we're running out of time to push this bill because yes. the world is dying. Yes, we have thirty years. One point seven five trillion. What's in it? First off, obviously fighting climate change because obviously. we got to save the world. <clears throat> five hundred fifty-five billion dollars wow. to invest okay. towards. It says, uh, combating climate change and slowing the rate at which the Earth warms will mean transitioning away from fossil fuels, the major source of greenhouse gas. New framework unveiled contains $555 billion for climate and clean energy investments. What does that mean? Well, it, it talks about the things because it's like $555 billion, And then it talks about like um, 
incentives for buying electric vehicles, 150 billion for clean energy programs, and but that's all included in that 500. That's not yeah. on top. That's all included in that 555 and, and billion. How many incentives are 550 billion dollars going to get for electric cars? Yeah, I mean, it, well, it says 12,500 dollars in incentives. For uh, electric for vehicles. For an eighty thousand dollar vehicle, yes. <laughs> right? When I could go out and buy a three thousand dollar pickup truck that burns the shit out of gas, <laughs> right. which is what I did. <laughs> it says new tax incentives designed to encourage the installation of solar panels on American homes will also be offered. They're already there. I can I get a thirteen thousand dollar home incentive if I put solar panels on my house. Yeah. Well, they, it also talks about uh, one hundred fifty billion dollar that mansion, Senator Mansion. Uh, objected to for a clean electricity performance program, which pays utility companies to increase the renewable energy supply, uh, and then also fines companies who don't hit that four percent uh, increase in clean energy yeah. supply. Well, because all that's going to do is jack people's utilities up. Well, yeah. Well, this guy's like, we don't need to pay them to do it. Uh, most companies are already yeah. doing it. Why do we need extra money to pay them? Exactly. Sure, maybe find the ones that are refusing right. to, but why do we have to pay exactly. the ones that are... It's bribe money. Yeah, that's all it's it is. It's bribe money. So, But again, that's all included in the $555 billion. Don't be, <laughs> don't be fooled to think that, hey, $555 billion here, $155 billion here, yeah. $12,500 there. No, that's all in the $555 billion, which is what... A third, less than a third, yeah, of the one point seven five billion dollars, which is to save the world, right? Right, 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 right. Because of climate change, only a third of that, less than a third of that, maybe a quarter of that, is actually going to climate change. So why can't we pass the five hundred fifty-five billion dollar and save climate? Go that high. <laughs> On top of that. $400 billion invested into child care and universal pre-K, saving the world from dying of climate change, <laughs> like, like you said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Medicare expensive expenses. Extended child tax credits. We talked, yeah, uh, that's we the talked a lot. Money. Yeah, the, <laughs> that nobody wants. Yeah. Nobody wants. Uh, no, because by, was your tax... Uh, Rebate or yeah. refund less this year than last year? Mine sure yeah. is how well. Was. I actually, I, I kind of cheat. Well, I'm not going to say that oh, on okay. the show. Yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> so, so we've got free childcare, uh, Medicare, extended child tax credit, paying you to be a parent, four weeks of paid family and medical leave, uh, immigration. The bill under consideration includes an additional $100 billion to reform the nation's immigration system, which, if included, would raise the pa- price tag from $1.7 trillion to $1.85 trillion. So right saving, there, hidden money. Yeah, saving the world from climate change. Yeah, when, by bringing immig- more immigrants into our country. Housing and health care provisions, $150 billion. What was cut? I don't care what was cut, but... But again, going yeah. back to what uh, Senator Lowenthal from California was was trying to scare you. And that, that's the thing that freaking pisses yeah. me off the most is that they're trying to scare us into pushing this fucking mega bill. Yeah. When so much of it isn't even prime, isn't even yeah. climate based, like yeah. the climate part of it isn't 
even the majority of it. It isn't even 51% of it. It's like such a small amount compared to the rest of the bill. And this guy is sitting here like, guys, uh, if we don't push this shit through, we're all going to die and we're all going to burn. Okay, if you're that fucking scared of climate change, push through the 500 billion. Fine. That's fine. Right. To save the world from... But but we're not saving the world by but with free uh, childcare right. and free kindergarten right. and uh, immigration reform right. and stuff exactly. that that has nothing to do with this. Yeah. So stop trying to scare us into these this fucking bullshit uh, uh, bill that that you want. It's just another mega bill. Absolutely, just another yep. way more to print pork. print more money. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That we we've talked about all. I think we go through and break down all these stupid mega bills yeah. like and point out all the pork that's in them yeah. and all oh yeah and i'm i'm sure that e- leaves a ton of shit out that we haven't e- oh, they're yeah, not even right. telling us how many millions or billions of dollars are going to museums and and music yeah. programs and and, and little pathways for turtles over yeah gender, gender studies, studies in yeah. pakistan or something right, like that exactly yeah how much more bribe money to other countries is this including you know it's just it, it's retarded so I, I i feel like that's more of what this whole scare is about isn't necessarily hey um climate change is real it's hey again the midterms are yeah. coming up and we only have six more months to yeah. pass build right. back better if we don't pass build back better that's the one thing that that right. he ran on yep. so he's going to have no leg to stand yeah. on by the 2024 election yeah. because as i talked about in the weekend wrap-up Apparently, he is planning on running. Is he really? And Hillary stepped out of the race. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Because she wants to back him because he's the one that can take on Donald Trump, I guess, is what she's saying. Sure. I, I, I don't know. Sure. But, but but that, yes. But he like is you planning said, on running. That's why he needs this to pass, Yeah, though, because, because that was his, his mantra. One, yeah, that's his one thing he's got. I mean, uh, you I think— I mean, except for all the executive orders he signed. But when, when your slogan is build back better right. and you can't even <laughs> pass the bill— better. Yeah. That that had that maybe you shouldn't have titled that your slogan because right. when that doesn't pass, did you really build? Back? Yes, maybe <laughs> you can say all these things, but when you named this mega bill the Build Back Better right. bill, and that doesn't pass, then everybody can look and be like, "Well, right. you, you failed. Yeah. You failed well, right there." How many different politicians have, have separated from him and refused to even mention Build Back Brother? I mean. Lowenthal or whatever his face is, mm-hmm. I mean, he's the one politician that's gone back to him and be like, well, you know, if we're going to save the world, we need to do this. You know, everybody else is kind of backed off from yeah, it. Like, we don't want to touch that yeah, bill at all. because it, it's like, toxic. Hey, we got we to pass this bill. Yeah. And now, because it's so toxic, now they have to sensationalize all right. these climate activities, these events, to make it look like it's dire I mean, need to be passed. You can't get people to fight for it when you're trying to give them money. <laughs> I mean, what does that tell you, mm-hmm. right? I mean, when they, they don't want your tax break incentives or whatever that yeah. don't work yeah. because they know it's just bribe money. Well, the sad thing is, I mean, how off, how much has, like not even here, but how much has the European Union been, been talking about uh, oh, yeah. like climate Policies and stuff. I mean, they've been doing it longer than oh, we yeah. have. Yeah. Well, I mean, Trump and, backed and they're out. They're sold on it. Than well, we yeah, are. they're they're yeah. heavily sold on it. Yeah. But guess what? It's not working. Yeah. Did you hear how many European countries are opening coal plants back up this week? I saw Germany was. Germany was the start, and then all of a sudden, the Netherlands decided, "Hey, we're going to join." And then, well, remember last year. China had to start theirs yep, back up because right. of the winter and the energy shortages. Well, according to Reuters, most of Europe is following suit and somehow, somewhat turning back on coal plants and building uh-huh. back up. So, so where this all stems from 
in the European Union, which is where all the talk about the climate policy. Remember, Trump pulled out of all those climate, right. yeah, like the Paris, Paris cli- yep. climate agreements and stuff and things like that to. Uh, because he's Donald Trump, and obviously then we, we look like the ones that don't give two shits about right, the, economy. The, the environment yeah. anymore. And now all those countries are like, well, this sucks. Uh, Russia cut us off from, yeah. from natural gas. Uh, uh, do, what do we do? I mean, this is the opportunity to go green because we're being right. cut off from right. all the yeah. natural gas, exactly. right? This is the perfect opportunity. Yeah, this is the prime. Let's see it work. Build, or, uh, the Great Reset. We could yeah. flip the switch and just yeah. go green right now. But no, they flipped the switch and went back 50 years <laughs> and turned on their fucking coal plants. Yeah. That's how great this shit's working yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Because when it comes down to it, you're right. I mean, solar, wind, it looks good on paper. But when you're having rolling blackouts, things are hot and people are pissed. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get reelected, first yeah. of all, when people are hot. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just uh, the fact of it. I mean, uh, the sad thing is all the shit that's going on and all the policymakers are doing is just like, well, just get used to it. Get used to the high gas prices. Get used yeah. to the heat and stuff. And it's like... That's not what gets people to vote for you. Right, exactly. Because people get a little uncomfortable. They're like, that didn't work. Yeah. Let's find somebody that it did right. work for. You know who cares about the green agenda? The people that aren't paying taxes. Yeah, <laughs> The right. people that are living at home yeah. or yeah. in college and don't have to worry about gas prices. Right, exactly. So so I, I, I just find it found it ironic that yeah. most of Europe is flipping back on their yeah, coal plants now instead of, like you said, taking the opportunity to go green yeah. when... Russia cuts them off that from the gas. So so you're going to see, obviously, the greenhouse gas oh, yeah. jump even more because of this. And uh, they're going to blame Russia, oh, the, the war in Russia. Was, yeah, Do Putin. you think, I mean, they talk about, like, carbon like tax, carbon penalties and, and things like that, like a yeah. carbon-based money system right. where or credit system. Do you think... When this war is all said and done, do you think all that carbon that was emitted because of the lack? Do you think that gets charged to Russia? Right. Yeah. Like you owe us like three billion yeah. gigatons of, of carbon, of carbon yeah. credit because uh, Italy and France and Germany and uh, the Netherlands all flipped to coal. You right. owe for that that carbon too. Yeah. Do you, you think know, that's how that works? That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think Putin cares about carbon no. emissions that no. much? I don't think Putin gives a shit. Ready to get into the crazier sides? Absolutely. I mean, we got to talk a little crazy no, we stuff do. here. It wouldn't be a show without. We talked about the uh, the the spending bill, which yes. is probably the the biggest part. The of it. biggest part of all of this. But oh, oh, before, like like I said, they're they're capitalizing on this to push through these spending bills and stuff. Um, the DOD, the Department of Defense, is <laughs> following suit because uh, a. Apparently, according this is according to defense.gov, the DOD is preparing for climate change impacts. Oh, brother. Is that that, that asshole general? Uh, it doesn't say who, but it says uh, climate change is dramatically increasing the demand for military operations. Okay. And at the same time, impacting our readiness. It says among global effects of climate change are a warmer climate. Uh, changing precipitation patterns and more frequent, intense, unpredictable, extreme weather. Uh, it says climate change also affects the militaries of allies and partners, as well as competitors and adversaries. The nations that are most resilient and best able to manage the effects of climate change will secure an advantage. This Brian guy said. 
It says, for the U.S. military to maintain its advantage, it will need to continue to invest in items that mitigate the effects of climate change. So I guess we need to throw more money at the military, too, right. because yeah. of climate change. Yeah, well, I mean, we have to switch to sailboats for yeah, the Navy, right? Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, does that... Well, it doesn't even sound like uh, investing in greener things for the military. Yeah. It's investing in... Because it talked about operations. Yeah. Military operations. Right. So it's like, uh, we're going to have to build up our defenses more because of climate change yeah. and it's just like well we want more money too can we get yeah, can exactly. we get some of our, our hand in that climate change yeah, money right. yeah but that's not the crazy stuff i just forgot about that so <laughs> so some of the craziest stuff because uh we've uh, obviously retreated back to cold war era tactics uh, of course with uh like the russian war and the way we're treating russia and and I mean, how many times have you said, "Hey, you heard them say, hey, this is the new Cold War. Right. The Cold War is back in action." Yeah. So why not uh, revisit some Cold War concerns? Crazy stuff. Sure. When it comes to climate change, I guess you could call it, because this article came out uh, 2011, and this is from the Smithsonian. So this isn't some like Smithsonian. Yeah, this isn't some conspiracy theory website. It says. Weather control as a Cold War weapon. Huh. This was something that they were, that both sides were looking at. Okay, you know that makes sense. Weather control not? as a Cold War weapon. <laughs> In the fifties, some U.S. scientists warned that without immediate action, the Soviet Union would control the Earth's thermometers. So maybe that's what this is. Maybe right. Russia. Got a hold of some weather weapon, and they're, they're just hotter, cooking us. They're our cooking our cows. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we're blaming Russia on everything else. <laughs> right, yeah, Why exactly. not t say they're cooking our cows? But but there's some interesting stuff in this because it says on November thirteenth, nineteen forty six, pilot Curtis Talbot was working for the General Electric Research Lab, climbed to an altitude of fourteen thousand feet, about thirty miles east of Schenectady, New York. <laughs> Talbot, along with scientist Dr. Vincent Schaefer, released three pounds of dry ice into the clouds. As they turned south, Dr. Schaefer noticed, I looked towards the rear and was thrilled to see long streamers of snow falling from the base of the cloud through which we had just passed. I shouted to Kurt to swing around, and as we did, uh, we passed through a mass glistening snow crystals. Needless to say, we were quite excited. So they discovered weather manipulation yeah. right there. Um, it says, as Cold War tensions heightened, a weather control was seen by the United States as a potential weapon that could be even more devastating than nuclear warfare. Huh. In August of 53, the U.S. formed the President's Advisory Committee on Weather Control. Its stated purpose was to determine the effectiveness of weather modification procedures and the extent to which government should engage in such activities. Do you think they looked at it and they're like, this is a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Or do you think they're like... Oh, this could this could be really badass. <laughs> because we talked about when they were building the nuclear bomb, and they're right. like, we don't know if this is going to incinerate the whole atmosphere, right. but I'm willing to roll the <laughs> dice yeah, on let's it. see what happens. No, I'm sure there was that one guy that was like, guys, this seems like a bad idea, and then they throw him out the window. <laughs> yes, yes. It says, methods that were envisioned by both Americans and Soviet enti or scientists and openly discussed in the media during the 50s included using colored pigments on the polar ice caps to melt them and unleash devastating floods. Holy shit. 
releasing large quantities of dust in the stratosphere, creating precipitation on demand, and even building a dam fitted with thousands of nuclear-powered pumps across the Bering Strait. What does that have to do with anything? The dam, envisioned by a Russian engineer... Um, would redirect waters of the Pacific... Oh, it's the Bering Strait. Oh. Redirect waters of the Pacific Ocean, which would theoretically raise temperature in cities like New York and London. Huh. Um, Markin's stated purpose was to relieve the severe cold of the northern <laughs> hemisphere, but American scientists worried about such weather control as a means of co- to cause flooding. <laughs> so, I mean, they were throwing around these ideas yeah. back then. Right, and, I mean... They they knew how it worked, right? Let's yeah. let's change the course of the water in the Pacific, or, and it'll cause the, the temperature in New York City to or to drop. let let shoot some pigments at the poles yeah, and melt uh, the glaciers, ma- melt the ice caps. I mean, yeah. <laughs> here we're worried about the ice caps melting. Back then, they're like, how do we melt the ice caps and right. make things yeah. flood a little bit yeah. here? I mean, who's to say that that's not what all this is from? <laughs> yes, you, you're absolutely right, and I still attest that the Draco was. Like a directionalized yes. uh, weather weather weapon? attack. Yes, I still say that. I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. But when you read stuff like this, and then you see that we've—I mean, we've obviously re-entered the Cold yeah. War. I mean, who's to say that since then? Yeah, let's dust they some haven't. Of this shit well, off. well, maybe just this whole time they've been fucking around with oh, the weather yeah. the whole time. It doesn't surprise me. And it's just like, oh shit, we we got this a little too warm, guys. Uh, right. And now they're just gonna use that and blame. Everything right. and anything else, but also use it to push all these like right. trillions of yeah. dollar spending bills when they know that they are the ones that did it in the first place. That doesn't surprise me at all. No, um, I got this this video here. This was from Justin Lightheart. He's the one that got me really um, interested in this. Here, hang on just a sec. This guy's talking about. This guy's just recently talking about weather manipulation. Let me see if I can pull this up. So this guy's at like some hearing, and you know everybody thinks he's a total nut job of because of what he's saying. But I wouldn't be surprised by any of this shit. Water test tested the rain: thirteen thousand one hundred micrograms per liter of aluminum in the rain in 2013. Normally, it should be zero. So thirteen thousand one hundred is pretty damn much, folks. It used to be zero, then it was one hundreds in the two thousands. And then in, uh, since 2010, it's into the 1,000s and the latest 13,100. In the snow on Mount Shasta, pristine Mount Shasta, 61,000 feet. No, excuse me, 8,000 foot level, 61,000 micrograms per liter. Four times the amount that is found in the soil up there. Where in the hell is this stuff coming from if it's not coming from the soil? You know, these tests are international in scope. We're seeing this all over the world, guys. Okay, pH of acid soils is 20 times more alkaline. The aluminum in the soil has doubled in the last 10 years. Aluminum blocks essential nutrients. I am unable in my garden to restore normal pH, and that's because nanoparticles are now in the circulatory systems of both plants and humans. all right, you, you you get where he's going there, right? Yeah, but he's like, we're we're fucking with the the weather. We're, yeah. I don't know if you buy into like chemtrails and all that crazy shit, and I never used to, but yeah. uh, until one day when I was uh, planning a weekend camping trip, I might have told you this, <clears throat> and the the weather was supposed to be nice all weekend long, and then so Friday I'm at work and I noticed all the you know the the trails in the sky like the plane 
Right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll call them chemtrails because that's the trail. vapor trails or whatever. And then all of a sudden it started getting cloudy. And then all of a sudden, this was like Memorial Day weekend or the the second one, Labor Day weekend, right? Labor Day is the yeah. the end of September. summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, then all of a sudden the sky within like two hours was completely cloud covered. Before all those freaking traces, it was clear blue skies. Then all of a sudden, two yeah. hours later, completely cloud covered. It rained literally the entire three day weekend. Wow. Nonstop the entire and there was no rain chance of rain in that's when you went all. to Minnesota. No, right? that's uh, that was just here in like Palo or something. Oh, we were okay. just going camping. Okay. And uh yeah, it, it was not supposed to rain. I checked the weather all week long and then all of a sudden it rained all weekend long yeah. after all these coincidental yeah. tri- so since then I kind of am more of a believer in weather yeah, manipulation absolutely. and chemtrails and yeah. shit. So um like I said, this is the crazy stuff and it's just like, well, I mean we're talking about climate change. But, but maybe we can talk about some of this like weather manipulation too. Like specifically yeah. when they're talking about, hey, let's heat up the world right. and melt the polar ice caps to beat the Russians or right. beat the Russians well, beat us. It's but like look how far I mean we've gone we go to overturn, you know, to to install governments. Yeah. Right. I right. Mean, look how far the NED goes. I mean, yeah. is it out of the realm of possibility that, hey, we really want to uh push this climate um uh, you know, mm-hmm. legislation or the social legislation or whatever. Yeah. You know, the UN really has a plan by 2030. You know, I mean, is out of their own possibility that they manipulate things to kind of scare people into going that way? Yeah. And the the, the problem is this. I, I could see them, and I'm not even saying this is what's happening. I'm just yeah. saying this is interesting and I like to talk about it. Right. But I could see them being like, you know, if we just shoot these particles up in the sky so it gets hot for a summer. Right. Then we could convince people to go with this, and then we we yeah. can ultimately save uh, humanity yeah. by just turning off yeah. the particles. But in the end, what actually probably happens is they screw things up they shouldn't have, it's, and then it's not yeah. reversible, right. and then they just fucked us all yeah. anyway. And, and again, that doesn't surprise me because the arrogance of man is that what they do. That's what they do is they fuck things up. Well, and, just, and, but remember the lockdowns, right? Remember how there was the numerous reports of how clear the waters were yep. in Venice and how there was dolphins in the channel mm-hmm. for the first time in 50 years and, and how they gushed over it. Yeah. Right. Well, just think uh, a little less crazy. The amount that for profit, we've completely like, like I was saying, decimated like agriculture by like, I mean, the soil is not something that you could just right. is just going to reproduce anymore without continually putting more chemicals. For for profit, we have completely obliterated uh, the soil content and right. and the the environment as we know it to for to plant crops right. to make money to pro- most of it goes probably back into ethanol, which is to give us cheaper fuel, yeah. uh, which we all know isn't actually cheaper or cleaner, but right. they, they touted it as cleaner. Yeah. But, but I mean, we've man-made, destroyed, but trying to do things better or, like, produce more, we've destroyed it um, because we fucked around too much. Right. And if we, stop, if we were to stop, like, growing corn here in Iowa, it would turn into fucking Dust Bowl here. Oh, absolutely. It would absolutely just turn into a, a Dust Bowl if we just stopped maintaining it. Right. And just think about the people that 
possibly maybe we're screwing with weather for whatever good reasons, bad way, right. reasons. I mean, we we read how Bill Gates wants to block out the sun with nanoparticles right. uh, to cool it off. It's just right. like you, you all don't know the long term effects yeah. of this. You all yeah. don't know what that's going to do. And maybe and we know back in the 50s yeah. when they were testing nuclear bombs, they didn't give two shits about the long term effects of any yeah. of that. No, they, they don't they, test that stuff. And it's the same thing with the vaccines. And I remember what was it after Katrina? They were like, "Oh well, we're talking, we're thinking about if we can shoot these rubber pellets into the hurricane clouds, <laughs> right? And it'll it'll kind of like soak up the the power from the hurricane, and it'll just wait till those come back down to earth and start <laughs> right. pelting all the people. Like, oh fuck, shit, god damn it, whose fucking plan was this? But th- that is the thing. They don't. They never think about the long term effects of but, anything. Again, look back in the fifties when we were testing, like seeing how big of a fucking bomb we could detonate, yeah. and we didn't think of. Oh, we didn't realize. We didn't care at the time. That's going to be uninhabitable for the next. Oh yeah, thousand years. Right. That island. The, I mean, yeah. people are displaced indefinitely there yeah. now, and yet there's still like no nothing can survive yeah. there. Uh, Seventy years later, right. it's like. If they were doing that in the 50s, do you think they were just talking about weather right. manipulation yeah. in the 50s? Or do you think they were that. experimenting with yeah. it and you not giving a shit. shit about the long-term effects? Yeah. I think that's probably what yes. it was. And who's to say, again, I'm not saying this is what would cause climate change, but who's to say that's not? Yeah. If they were talking about, hey, we, we should try to melt the polar ice caps, who's to say that's not what melted the polar ice caps? Right. It was them yeah. trying to do it. Exactly, or cause some of these uh, extreme droughts, or yeah, wildfires, or wildfire, all, all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. The floods. They talked about uh, shooting stuff in the clouds to cause flooding, and yeah. I mean, right? Who's to say that this hasn't been screwed up for fifty, sixty years, and there's just not yeah. a damn thing we can do about it? And yeah. um, they're just trying to push the blame on whatever now, right. so yeah. they can continue to finance whatever it is they finance. Right. Back to cows, though. More crazy stuff about cows, because this one piqued my interest the most. Apparently, back in March, uh, do, you, do you know what CRISPR is? Um, someplace you put your lettuce. Well, it, it is that. <laughs> no, it was that um, DNA manipulation to get, like, remember they were talking, like, you oh. could have CRISPR babies where you could pick, like, the, yes. the hair yeah, and the... Yeah, yeah. the color and make you like a perfect like microwave baby yes apparently the fda cleared crispr cattle for the first time back in march that sounds horrible do you know it they're using these genetically dna modified cattle do you know what they're modifying them for uh gas uh no to um survive high heat exposure oh yeah back in march when it was still like cold as shit out right uh the fda is like you know uh we're gonna approve the co- human consumption of these DNA modified high heat cows, cows just yeah. conveniently happens to be right because they saw the the dead cow right. problem happening. Sure, right. It just mere coincidence, right? And right. then now Absolutely. they can be like, "Hey, look at that! We've got we've got a solution for this." <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times? Uh, do you see when a catastrophe happens and somebody just happens to be talking about the solution like six months before? And it's right. just like, huh, I wonder what's going on here. Like, get people scared about, like, dying cows. Well, yeah. guess what? We, we've got your solution, CRISPR cow, over here. So this is from Free Think. And again, this was three months ago. It says, for the first time, the FDA has approved gene-editing beef cattle for human consumption. 
and the decision could clear the way for biotech companies to get other crispr food approved. Uh, the challenge, beef cattle exposed to high temperatures can experience heat stress. Hey, do we, yeah, I mean, we coincidentally, that out today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, coincidentally, they just happen to be uh, sensationalizing this every year event. Right. Yeah. So even so, that's the funny thing to me. I, again, they, like they saw the challenge. Yeah. But still, to the point where, hey, we're going to make it. We're going to approve the consumption of cows that don't die in heat. But then the cows that do die in heat, they make it out to be like, whoa, this right. phenomenon thing. Yeah, right. Well, then why were we working on a solution for it right. three months exactly. ago? It's yeah. like almost like if you were working on a vaccine for a virus like yeah. year 10 years before right. that virus ever became a pandemic. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. It says, um, compared to other cattle, those experiencing heat stress eat less, grow more slowly, and are more susceptible to disease. Heat stress accounts for about $370 million worth of loss to our beef and cattle industry every year. Wow. Yeah. Catastrophe. Phenomenon. Right. Yeah. End of the world. End of the world. Apocalypse. Cowpocalypse. Yeah. I've never $370 seen like million dollars of loss every year to the beef industry. Just due to the d- decrease in performance, decrease in fertility, and the potential of mortality. Um, it goes on to say, talk about all the, the problems. It does say, as global temperatures continue to increase due to climate change, cattle experiencing heat stress more frequently and more intensely, even in traditionally temperate, non-tropical environments. So it does does point out right. climate change here, too. Don't, don't worry about that. Because it says, more uh, animals are resistant to overheating, so researchers in Minnesota-based bioengineering company Recombinetics used CRISPR to edit the gene. Shady as hell. <laughs> edit the gene into an existing variety of beef cattle uh, to make them cool off quicker. I guess. Yeah, it says some cattle raised in the tropical environments have a naturally occurring genetic variant causes them to grow an extremely short, slick hair coat. So, it, right, so okay. you genetically modify them to grow shorter hair and but cool faster. What happens to those cows in the winter time? They freeze to death. <laughs> God damn it! <clears throat> Here we go. The FDA has now determined that the edit does not raise any safety concerns. Clearing the beef cattle for human consumption. Uh, Recombinetics expects to have products ready for market within two years and likely not just in the U.S. Um, so, so the FDA obviously said it's fine, so it's safe. Absolutely. And it's been thoroughly tested. <laughs> right. And We've see, heard that before. Yeah, catch this. Listen to this. The big picture. The FDA spent years reviewing two other genetically altered animals it has approved for human consumption, which is a faster-growing salmon and a pig that is safe for people with meat allergies. So it, up to, what does it say, years? It says FDA spent years on yeah, those two. Years. But the review process for the CRISPR beef cattle took less than a year. <laughs> They're getting more efficient with their testing, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, does that sound familiar to you? Yeah. Hey, let's yeah. just push this thing out. Yeah. It's safe. It's fine. It's effective. Right. Uh um, these cows are perfectly 
perfectly fine to oh, eat. Right, right, absolutely. Until we start eating them and we start dying of like brain embolisms yeah. and right. <laughs> yeah. mad cow disease or some stupid shit like that. <laughs> I mean, how much how much money do you think this company paid the FDA oh. to say we're we're good here? Right. Oh yeah, you know. And it just happens to be again before the right. most sensationalized beef like right. cow apocalypse in the world. Yeah, right, absolutely. I mean, cow, I, like do you do you, do you see like an interest like yeah. a vested interest in yes. in uh, this climate little scenario little conflict of interest <laughs> yeah. going on with the FDA here. Yes. So so <laughs> what do you think about that one? That one seems That's scary as hell, man. I mean, yeah, that that that's crazy like the other ones, but that's more believable yeah. than even the weather manipulation yeah. stuff. That's no, just absolutely. something I was yeah. interested no, in. No, that's just something fun to kind of bat around. But, but yeah. This just happens to come out like 3 months ago the yes. FDA is like, "No, guys, you get the thumbs up so yeah. ca- cows don't die." Yeah. From heat exhaustion. Yeah. And then two months later, three months later, oh, the end's coming. The cows are dying. Yeah. Uh, but act now. Get your CRISPR cows right. for the yeah. limited cost of yeah. $375,000 a head. find out that they eat human flesh. Oh, God. <laughs> their, their genes, like, manipulate us into, like, yeah. cow-human. Human hybrids. Hybrids, yes, which <laughs> makes us less susceptible to heat, yeah. too. <laughs> And we can be super soldiers because we have the strength of a cow, but the mentality of a human, and we will not die in extreme heat situations. <laughs> and big nipples. And huge <laughs> cow udder sized nipples. It's not even udders. We just have, have our nipples are as long as a cow's individual like teat. That's horrifying. Oh man, that's. I mean, there's that. That. That that's that's sitting out there. That's crazy. That's right, and it just went conveniently at this same time. Yeah, yeah. That's... You throw all this together. Do you think we're sitting at the end of the world apocalypse? We need to act now on climate change, or you think there might be a little bit of something agenda driven going on here? Yeah, no, I, I, I think if it's any, the end of the world, it's because we're fucking mutating cows <laughs> and feeding it to people. Yes, <laughs> I mean we've got we've got so many different agendas at play yes. here. We've got the, the the spending bill we talked about. Yes, we've got the CRISPR cows that need to be sold. Yes. You can't you can't sell CRISPR cows if the cows yeah. aren't dying. Right, right. So I mean maybe maybe yeah. they tainted the water with blue, blue algae. green algae <laughs> to kill the cows and say tell people that they died from heat yeah. exhaustion. And so then and we manipulated we shot the the poles so we could flood a right. Yellowstone. Yeah. And sell maybe it's just all a ploy to sell CRISPR cows. <laughs> we just got this abundance of genetically right? modified cows that yes. nobody wants to buy. So yes. let's melt the polarized caps. Yes. We gotta scare people into buying our CRISPR cows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think most of it is probably just to scare people into passing another yes. multi trillion dollar spending yeah. bill. And out of all of this, I no, mean I, I agree. I mean what I like to talk about weather manipulation. Yeah. And the the, the CRISPR cow happens to be like a nice little a benefit that they have right. that the government's probably getting oh, kickbacks yeah, out of. For the yeah. FDA at least is getting yeah. some kind of kickback out of it. So, um, yeah, yeah, we we can work this out for you. Let's just, yeah. I mean, cows are dying every year, three hundred seventy-five right. oh, million yeah. dollars. We'll just make a year. it look really good yeah, this year. Yeah, I mean, just I'll call up my boy at CNN. You call yeah. up uh, the Wall Street Journal, yeah. and we'll get everybody to talk about these cows. We'll t- we'll call up this this lady who's <laughs> never seen cows die of heat stroke before, and we'll play right. this video so she yeah. can freak out and call this the apocalypse. Yeah. 
and then we'll really scare people. Yeah. And, and then we'll tell them it's like 20,000 when it's actually like 2,000, but no one's going to count. But, we'll, but then we'll bounce around, be like 10,000, but the official number's 3,000, but, but 20,000 is that. I mean, if you jump around enough, people are just like, yeah. Uh, well, it's a lot. It's yeah. just a lot. And we'll just show a, a quick video of all these bodies. No one's going to count and it. And they're just perfectly conveniently lined right, up yeah, in rows, right. too. Like all the cows just drop dead there. Yeah. Like it was the second coming and the cow's <laughs> souls left their body. Yes. I mean, it's more right. dramatic. Cow rapture. Instead of having like a couple like cows scattered in the millions of yeah. cows in the area, let's just line them up in perfect, right. perfect yeah. rows. Yeah, right. It's that's completely ridiculous uh, to me. Uh, but I don't no, know. I, I agree with you. It, it's a ploy because Biden needs a win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I do think we have some kind of responsibility towards the environment. Oh, like I said, we do. Yes. I do think that um, big mega corporations like Monsanto and like Shell yes. Oil and and companies like that are raping our environment yeah. as we know it. But they're the ones that are getting all the fucking kickback money right. from the government. They're Absolutely. the ones getting because again, get, the government doesn't fucking care. Yeah, they, I mean, they've made millions of dollars from. Yeah, the government's made millions of dollars from them. Yeah, I mean, those are the companies. That you should be focused on. There's, I think there was like five companies that attributed to like over 50% of all the carbon emissions in the world. Oh, yeah. I believe it. And yet we're worried about like people driving pickup trucks down right. the road. Yeah. Or we're worried about uh, cows farting when, yeah. right, right. when we have uh, irresponsible mega corporations yeah. that like are the, the epitome of evil when it yeah. comes to uh, evil practices. Yeah. It comes to like... Yeah. I mean, Captain Planet would <laughs> would have would be no match against all this ev- like environmental right. evilness in the world today. With with just like like I said, like five five companies, like yeah. Captain Planet would have his his hands completely oh, full. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> I, he would not I, be able to handle. Does anybody it. even remember who Captain Planet remember, is yeah. out there? <laughs> there's actually there's a funny um, SNL skit. I think it is where it's. Uh, Captain Planet, and basically he can't take it anymore, so he just starts taking people. I out. think you showed me that, yeah. and I, we'll have to find yeah. a link for that. So, but no, and what, and what scares me, what scares me is again all the manipulation of of the the plants, you know, the seeds, the mm-hmm. the animals, you know, the the soil. I mean, all this manipulation to the point where it, it's completely foreign from what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And again, what the fuck does that do to people's bodies? Right, exactly. Right? We don't know. We've tested yeah. it for less than a year. <laughs> right. Oh, you remember when they released like a billion genetically mo- modified mosquitoes down yeah. in Florida last right. year? It's like, <laughs> what are like you a doing? Horrible idea. <laughs> what is happening? Yes, mosquitoes that'll eat the other mosquitoes, yeah, and right. uh, they won't bite you and give yeah. you malaria or right. something like yeah. that. It's yeah. like. No, that they're just sounds... going to create a hierarchy, and they're going to yeah. rule the South. <laughs> Again, have you not read Michael Crichton books, novels? <laughs> right. I mean, he he lays it out there. I think yeah. Michael Crichton probably killed himself because nobody was taking his shit yeah, seriously. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> are you serious? How many times do I got to write this shit? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I mean, I have like 30 books yeah. about screwing around yeah. and playing God yeah. and it going horrible, and you guys just keep doing it. Yeah. But then we wonder why the world is saying, I'm out. I'm yeah, out, bitches. Right. Yeah, exactly. And no, it's not because we eat hamburgers. Right. It's because <laughs> these idiots play God. Yes. And then they try to blame it on the normal guy mm-hmm. who, you know, is just trying to go to work and, and work his 40 hours. And it's like, well, you know, you might want to take public transportation and start eating mealworms. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so, so what do you think? You think this is all because 
climate change is right around the corner, or you think it's all because the midterm elections are right around the corner. Yeah, no, it's the midterms for sure. I mean, yeah. obviously, we got to blame something to scare people enough right. to push this bill yeah. that has no like hope any other way. No, again, the bribe money's not working. If people yeah. aren't going to take your your money, then what other choice do you have to do except for scare the shit out of them? And it, it, it's telling that they got to put the social stuff in with the scary stuff. Yeah. Because they could, there's no way they'll pass the social spending stuff. Yeah. Even, even oh, yeah. barely, they wouldn't even hit the 50% mark. Oh. They wouldn't even probably hit the 20% mark yeah. with just the social spending. It's, it's not justifiable. No. Right? Nobody is freaking out about, you know, preschool or c- community college. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it, it's not a, a, something that is on people's minds. So they got to push it through using the environment to scare people to go with it. Yeah, and again, all these things that look good to us are just carrots dangled so they yeah. can push their pork to wherever they want it. It's all money laundering yeah. is what right. it is. It is. So. And that, yeah, exactly. They're they're again, they're paying off, you know, these different corporations, they're paying off the FDA, they're paying off Senator Lowenthal, you know, and and getting the things lined up where they want to with their different state agendas, and right. it has nothing to do with the environment and nothing to do with your and my welfare or our kids' welfares. It's mm. all about them making the big bucks. That's all it is. So, are we still are we are we scared of this heat wave now? No, no. I want to go to the beach. That's what I, it makes I do me want to do. I really want to go to the beach. I was supposed to go next week, but I I'm pushing it off. It'll probably be cold. When you do decide that's true, to go. yeah, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, screw you." Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> we got a, a freeze wave coming through now. <laughs> Son of a bitch, and all the cows are gonna freeze to death. Yeah, exactly. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, what y'all think out there? Climate change, real, not real? Climate cycles, like you talk about more right. of the climate cycle. I mean, what's your opinion? Weather manipulation—that's my favorite theory. Is yeah. Now that I read that thing about the Cold War, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty convinced that they fucked yeah. up. Well, in that video for you us. showed, you know, where the guy talked about the aluminum and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, too. he's talking about like chemtrails and spraying yeah. shit in there, and he's like, "There's more." If it's like, like it's telling that there's so much more in the air than there is in the soil because the, everything's cyclical. Right, so right. it's where's it coming from if it's not evaporating out of our right. soil? If I mean, it's. I mean, you could say it's from all the pollutants and stuff, yeah. but it, last I checked, your your car, your automobile isn't spitting out aluminum right. particles. Right, yeah. Last I checked. I don't know. Yeah. Again, that's all the time we have for this week. Let us know what you think. Uh, the comment section is always open wherever you find us. We have a Facebook forum called Breaking the Bell Forum, where you can come join the conversation, or you can find us on Twitter. That's where I like to spend a lot of my time, uh, at Break the Bell Pod. On Twitter, and like I'm always posting some crazy shit. I'm always trying to get kicked off of all these platforms yeah. by posting a lot of this I, crazy I think shit. You so. should get like a patch for everyone you get kicked I, off. I of. should, yes, like a Boy Scout badge. Yes, yes. So check out all of our social media pages. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. We will be back here next Monday. I'm pretty sure there's not a baseball game next yeah. Monday, so we should be back here next Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Otherwise, be back for the weekend wrap up that we do live now, where we wrap up the week and all the the other crazy shit that's going on in the world um that's unspecified time sometime during the weekend um you'll get maybe a 30 second warning hey we're going live right now so uh join (laughs) us for that uh we'll see you here next week have a great rest of your week peace goodbye the break the bell podcast is brought to you by you 
So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.